But without further ado, I'm going to call up Mr. Matt Lees. Let's get him on air. Oh yeah. Getting funky with the Skype. <laughs> Nick's laughing because of my dancing. Matt Lees doesn't want to talk to us. I'm Matt. Hey. Uh, Mr. Lees here. Okay, you ready with your show? Uh, listen, I am. You know, don't raise your voice. Don't get aggressive already. Well, I didn't know. I was just like waiting on the line going, is he going to pick up? <laughs> well, just wait. Now, how do I add people? Now, he's in, he's been in Wales for quite a while now, so he has difficulty like with the time zones. Oh, being you're being mean already. <laughs> Are you just... Uh, just John, are you there? Hello, yes. All right, this guy was picking on me already. Ah, oh, well, I couldn't hear any of that, so it didn't happen. It's all right, I just mocked the Welsh, so I take it that's cool. Well, he's Canadian. Yeah, Welsh Canadian, come on, that's no excuse. All right, excuse me, gentlemen, I would like to do the introduction. Okay, we now hand you over to Legend in My Spare Time! Ladies and gentlemen, Legend in My Spare Time podcast. This podcast is a proud member of the IHOP Network, the international house of podcasts. Legend in My Spare Time. Legend in My Spare Time contains themes and subjects that may not be suitable for everyone listening. you're easily offended, we suggest you get your podcast on elsewhere. So we're here. We're very, very glad to be here. Thank you for inviting us to Squeefest. It's your boy, Matt Lees, with just Johnny in the house. Are you there, my friend? I am here. All right. So right out of the gate, Squee invited us, which we're very happy about. He told us to be PG, clean, radio-friendly, which is what we prepared ourselves for. And then just now I heard he had Henning Vane on the air, who is a foul-mouthed mofo. It wasn't Henning Vane. My mother could have been listening to that in the preparation to listen to us, and it was foul, sir. Right, sir, for a start, it wasn't Henning Vane, it was Raphael. Raphael That's what I said. And, Technicalities. <laughs> and uh, yeah, about five minutes in, I just said, it's like, oh, yeah, fuck it. Just advisory warning, we're going to swear. So it's already gone out the window. Well, just Johnny and I are going to try to behave ourselves. That's fucking right. That's right. Uh, justgiving.com slash fundraising slash dog pod. Is that correct? Dog pods? Pod dogs. That's pod dogs. There you go. So that's www.justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash pod dogs. P O D D O G S. Well, there we are. It's very, very special. Very good of you to do this. You are now, what, two hours in? Yeah, I made it two hours through the 24. So I, I think it's just a walk home now. Yeah, it's all downhill now, right? Yeah. I mean, probably so, will be, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, you know, you said it. Uh, listen, 
what has happened so far? What have you? What have we missed for listeners who may just be joining for us? Well, we had a, this lov- a lovely intro uh, with my dear lady Nicola, and uh, we just talked about what's coming up, and then we've had an hour and a half worth of "We Are Not Here to Please You," from which is Raphael, who's in Finland, who is German, and oh, we've got some music in the background. Very nice. And uh, we were joined by Steve Ashton, who does the Ralph Report and is a, uh, a radio guy, and also a stand-up comedian by the name of uh, Rich Lyons. Okay, now wait, just, just not to cut you off there. Who did you say was in Finland? That's Raph, who's German. The oh. guy I just recalled, Henning Vane. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we can get Henning Vane. You know, otherwise, do you think Raph would have been on? Well, fair enough, but Finland, you say? Yeah. I don't okay. think you quite understand the, the reference that you're we're, trying we're to... Gonna, uh, I know, Just Johnny. I think we're going to have to come back to that in our little segment later. Uh, okay. That's very interesting that the gentleman on the air just before us is in Finland. Hmm. Oh, are you talking about the thing? Uh, hey, so we'll let your listeners know that recently I received some strange things in the post, uh, which evidently came from Finland, which was a newspaper from Finland. Uh, with a strange article highlighted that said, in Finnish, of course, the government is lying on a nude beach. (laughs) And there's a phone number. And after some effort and some Googling and some getting through the fact that I'm an old man, I finally, Dr. Squee, got the number to work. Okay. And I'm going to play that segment for us later on in our time together. Oh, you're teasing us. Yeah, definitely. I want to know who it is. Just Johnny already knows. Uh, but we, we, we put a little segment together so that later on we can all take a quick pee break, uh, as it were, on this live segment. Um, we're going to play that for you later. Yeah, but, yeah, but I can't take a pee break during that because I want to know what happened. Well, no, uh, you can't. But that's not. Wait. Yeah, that's not our problem, though, unfortunately. Uh, okay. And listen, during our segment, we're also going to bring back the Spare Time Olympics, which is a five-question quiz show where I... I am the judge, but if there needs to be a tiebreaker made, it's my boy, Just Johnny, my podcast BFF, the most exciting man in podcasting. He gets the final say, and I don't want to hear another word about it. And I do think he is the most exciting man in podcasting, and I think he's he's a lovely man. I met him recently. Um, he's very, very attractive, very handsome man. And, but ring um, me up on work. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I just, I, I just thought I'd say this stuff naturally off the cuff. Nope. Well, I'm, nope. I'm sure that was very sweet of you. Well, and, and can I just add furthermore, Paul G said you were a, a word which I'm not even going to say on radio, even though they were swearing now. I don't know if my boy Scrooge McGee would do that. <laughs> but hey, I guess we'll have to wait and see. You can't butter Just Johnny up. Now, there was a time, now if I may, Just Johnny, where Just Johnny was a much heavier man. And you could have bought him off with cupcakes, cookies, sweets, that kind of thing. Or a bag of Tutti Fruities even. So you could have literally butted him up. But literally. not now. Not now. He's a grown man now. Isn't that right, Johnny? <laughs> yeah, now I need a little bit more expensive whining and dining. Yes. Okay. Now, now, so that's going to be a little later. We're going to play that game. And other than that, we are just going to shoot the things. Because I can't curse. I won't curse. You can curse. You can curse. Just curse away. We, we've already broken that rule long since. No, no. My mother may be listening. And it would be impolite. Okay. Hello, Mother Lee's. And unbecoming of a gentleman. So you're fine. <laughs> All right. So what's the so let's drop the link one more time if people want to donate, because that's why we're here. You know? Yeah. Just giving dot com 
forward slash fundraising forward slash pod dogs. I think if you type in uh, justgiving.com forward slash pod dogs, it'll work. But if that doesn't work, just add fundraising in the middle. Okay, fantastic. So we are also going to be having Paul McGee join us. Is that going to be happening a little later? Where is that gentleman? Is he? I think he's listening because I think I saw him chopsing at you. Oh, I thought you were going to add him. Well, hey, that's fine. But, you know, in, in order to do so, I would need him to add me to Skype. Oh, no, so, I can just add him on here. Don't worry, don't worry. I, I can get him up. Uh, Paul, uh, he's... Oh, I bet, I bet you can. You can, him. can you? Yeah, oh, yeah. I've just added him. So he, he's, he's showing as being active, so we'll see. And he's not usually active, so that would be a change. Wah, wah. You're very mean to that man, you know. Everyone's going to have a hobby. Resent that. <laughs> so you, you, resen- you resemble that? I resent that. I deeply resent that. He resents it, but he doesn't deny it, you'll notice. I just think you're picking on him, man. It's like beating up the old, the elderly. <laughs> yeah. They had it coming after Brexit. Yeah, I said it. Oh, listen, man, this show is a lot of things, but it is not your political <laughs> soapbox or whatever you call it. All right. Nobody likes Brexit, but let's not talk about it here. <laughs> Never mind Brexit. Just nobody. Oh, it's just politics, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Was it ever done for me? And where's is Paul still with us or did he already run away from Squee? I'm still here. I'm just I'm just I'm just a punch bag. Just call me and give me a thump every so often. We've got to keep you awake somehow. If I may say, I would like to say thank you to Paul for speaking into the microphone. Unlike Squee, who at the moment sounds like he's recording from the kitchen. Sorry, is that better? <laughs> That's much better. There you go. Oh, look, we're, we're, we're fixing things already, my friend. It sounds wonderful already. Okay, thank um, you. I think oh, it's, do- just, it's just a privilege for me to actually be on a real podcast with a real host. <laughs> <laughs> it means so much to have that opp- oh. opportunity. Well, Paul, you're most welcome. Uh, and uh, because it's never been done officially, Just John, this is Paul. Paul, this is Just John. Hello. Hello. Well, <laughs> nice to have here all together. The most exciting man in podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there will be people telling their grandchildren, I was listening when those two met. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, we have all met before uh, on another podcast. Uh, where you, Dr. Squee, <clears throat> kind of threw a strop. Uh, you kind of got a bit grumpy with us. You kind of yelled at us a little bit and got a bit hurt. And since then, you have had an obsession with a certain cartoon. And frankly, Paul and I are worried about you. And Just John would be too, but he doesn't care. Really? Yeah. I've had the obsession, have I? Is that how it yes. works? Is I mean, that how it works, is it? in your eyes. Look how angry you are already. I haven't even said the name of the show. Can you see me? Am I on video right now? No. No, so you don't know what's happening in my eyes right now. I could be very chilled in the eyes. That's right, folks. The greatest cartoon ever. He's turned his video on just to give me the finger. DuckTales, ladies and gentlemen. It's an extreme sore point for Dr. Squee. Uh, But I guess we can talk about that during the time we're here together today. Do you want to tell him what happened or should I? Don't ignore me. Oh, no, I was just waiting for a little opening. Yeah, if you ever shut up. Anyway. <laughs> wait, 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 you moved away from the mic again. It's because it leans over a bit. Look, I'm just going to adjust the microphone and make loads of horrible noises. That's okay. I'm just here to help, man. <laughs> Tell me when. I don't know how mean I could be. I'm scared. <laughs> Go on, John. Go on, just Johnny. You just, like, make horrible noises. Like, well, it's got to be better than talking. <laughs> <laughs> fair, oh, fair. All right, so DuckTales is a sore point. 
for you, Dr. Squee. Do you want to tell the listeners why? Well, I had you, I very kindly had you on, uh, you and Paul, <laughs> to record a special segment for my 200th episode of my podcast, Gallifrey Stands. Um, That's right. If you want to listen to a better show sometime. And uh, they, <laughs> no, I, I very nicely had you guys on to do a little segment. So we're doing a, a, the, something we call the Gallifrey Games. So we mm -hmm. had two teams in the studio and then we'd cut to special pre-recorded bits where we got guest teams to, you know, to compete for one of the teams. So all yeah. the points you got went f for one of the other teams, yeah? Yeah. Fair so far? Perfect. And we're having a lovely time and, you know, points were being awarded to, to one or the other of you. And uh, mm -hmm. then some whiny little bitch... Uh, he won't, won't be named. man. Whiny little, <laughs> whiny little what's it. And Continue. Decided that he, we, we had this question about franchises, which David Tennant been in. And I, fairly enough, incorrectly said, because they said DuckTales. And I said, well, I'm not sure that's a franchise because it's one Ooh. show. And you said, oh, it's, it's been remade, though. I said, well, yeah, but that doesn't really make it a franchise. Franchise for me is more than one show. Then you brought in Tailspins. And I go, you know what, actually, Tailspins, that's the second show. So, yeah, it is a franchise. Fair enough. Can't argue with that. And then you went, yeah. And anyway, there was this, that, and the other. And then Paul starts piling in. And for five minutes, you start moaning about something I already gave you the bloody points for. All right, that's fine. Yeah, but now let's reluctantly. And you have ever since been sending me things on WhatsApp, on Facebook Messenger, on carrier pigeons, whatever, like with DuckTales iconography on it, sending me the theme tune, tagging me in stuff on Facebook. It's been online bullying from a Canadian as well. They're meant to be chill. And I played it when you walked on stage at my gig in August. Yeah, yeah, you did that as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, now, now, but wait, though, Paul, I'm going to let you chime in here. He made it sound like he was like, all right, yeah, you're fine. You're right. You can have the points. Evidence. I don't think that's how it went. I don't remember it being anything like as gracious as that. It was, no. it, it was a clear denial. We had to we had to just go over the points again and again and again. And he was just like, no, I'm not accepting it. It's. You know, I, I just I just won't accept that this is the case. It is a franchise, and then we had to resort to the internet and actually read out the definition of one of a franchise <laughs> and two of you know how Duck, Ducktales actually matched that criteria. Well, I'll agree you did do that. I won't agree you needed to do that because I've given you the bloody points at that stage. <sighs> yeah, but we just wanted you to understand, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's not because good enough. I gave you the points. I had to know why I was giving you the points. Yes. You, that's right. Correct. I'm glad you understand. Finally, it's only taken like a year. OK, so I'm glad, though, that we've all discussed that DuckTales is very clearly a franchise. That's all I wanted out there in the world. OK, everyone, everyone happy. You didn't think of Harry Potter, for instance. That wasn't a big enough franchise to spring to mind. See, well, it's, it's come becoming full circle again. So yeah, exactly. It's the same argument as before. Yeah. Harry yeah. Potter, Harry Potter. Just get back under the stairs. Yes. Now, because let's 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 talk it out, because after all, ladies and gentlemen, in honor of this charity, we have two hours to do this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so I will crack squee over this. But I mean, at least at least Paul G needs a nap quite often. So I get a break from him. The energy is a bunny right. here. All right. Is it my turn to speak now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like we're the guests. <laughs> now, I. Your argument was Harry Potter is a franchise, but DuckTales is not. And all I said was, right, Harry Potter, books, 
movies, video games, comic books, DuckTales, cartoon, comic books, cart- uh, TV movies, action figures, stuffy toys. But then could you spin-offs. even... Like, who does David Tennant play in DuckTales? Oh, he's Bruce Scrooge McDuck, McDuck my so friend. So he plays a, a recurring role. That's right. The, the lead role, pretty one, much. Yeah, but one could argue that he never really... He played one character once in in a, in a film of Harry Potter, but he's not really the main anything, is it? That's right. And you, you see him in if like what two minutes at the beginning and one minute at the end. Technically, he's, he's had a bigger impact on the Marvel universe. Yeah, but I didn't say about impact. I said has appeared in. If the question was the, the size, of the impact, then that would be a fair point. I don't know. I just don't think it's. I don't think Harry Potter should be allowed. Oh, for Christ's sake, just John. No, don't join in. You had the perfect opportunity to turn on your fellow co-host, which I would take hey, I, every time. And you, you never got me. We I met once. On a lot. Yeah, listen, man. Listen, don't you raise your voice at my co-host. He's fragile, number <laughs> one. And number two, he. I have many marks in my back podcast related from that man over there. So if he's finally decided to take my side for once, probably because my mom is listening. Thank you very much. Uh, then so be it. Well, I had to raise my voice because someone said I was too quiet on the microphone. Boom. Yeah. Well, if you'd speak into it, you wouldn't have to yell. Ooh. I, I'm speaking into it. What do you think this large pop shield is in front of me? Uh, Johnny, didn't I tell no. you how easy, how easily he gets worked up? I know. It just sounds like he's shouting now. <laughs> I know. He's just, he's just upset. I don't know why he's so upset all the time. Do you, Paul? You've known him longer, have you? Well, the, the, the frustration is deep-seated. <laughs> I've, I've never really understood it sort of thing. I think there's some some latent problem there that he's he's hiding. So, I, mean, I love when friends can come together. <laughs> before I was into to the 24-hour marathon, and I'll have no voice left. <laughs> well, if you do have a voice left at the end of this, you're not doing it. You're not doing it. Probably. Right. Oh, wait, folks, we have a news update. My mom has just sent me a text message. Are you ready for this? Squee, look into the, look into the camera so I know you're listening. Okay, Mama Lee. Stop picking on everyone. Mama Lee, don't. don't oh. She says, you tell them to leave John alone. Yeah. I wasn't she doing anything to John. I wasn't doing hey, anything hey, to hey, John. Hey, 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 I'm just saying, right? I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Everyone's afraid of your mom. That's right. So let's just, there you go. We've got that going for us. You leave poor Johnny alone. Are you having fun, Dr. Squee? No. Thank you for your input, Mama Lees. (laughs) Shut up. Is this where I take a pee break? (laughs) I could do with one, actually. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I imagine Mr. G has already had two pee breaks in our segment so far. Catheter. I'm all I'm saying is one word. (laughs) Excellent. I'll give you two points for the game later if you can spell it correctly. Okay, that gives me plenty of time to look it up. Well, this this water <laughs> bottle is great because I use it to, to take a drink to keep me talking. Uh, then afterwards, I can use it to recycle it. Uh, fair enough. Uh. <laughs> uh, how's everyone doing tonight? I think you killed the room. Just Johnny's left already. Yeah, I gotta go. I, I'm I'm glad to know though that just John is not clicking relentlessly at his keyboard this time. No. Hey. It's Christmas. I don't, I'm not going to go into the shops. I do yeah, online I like, shopping. I know, but I love you had to shop for the one hour that we were on the we were recording the show last week, though. <laughs> Better be in a present for me, mofo. 
I gotta buy you a present? I thought my company, my existence is present enough. The gift that keeps giving. Right? That's right. You are the max to my Grinch, that's for sure. Again, I, I haven't seen the Grinch, so I can't make... I don't know what, if that's a good thing or a bad oh, thing. You're kind of fluffy, you're kind of loyal, you run into things sometimes. I hate people. Is, is, it, is it you hate Christmas? No, Max is kind of like the happy one. Well, the uh, Grinch is the grumpy one, so the, it works. The, the Grinch, remind me, is that a franchise? <laughs> you know, I'd say no, it isn't. Okay, so okay. That went well for you, didn't oh, it? Oh, let me, let me argue that for, for about a fucking hour. Like, I, oh, I swear to get I know, sorry, Mama Lee's. Uh, but yeah, it's got multiple movies. I'm sure there's comic books, there's merchandising, there's different versions from over the years. I mean, why wouldn't it qualify? Yeah, but then technically you could say that anything is a franchise because how many things have been refranchised? Like, Monopoly is a franchise. Well, there you go. Exactly. My point exactly. You're only making my point back to Mr. Lee's. Yeah, but um, you're not then going to prove that DuckTales isn't a franchise. Yeah, but I'm saying then then, then the Grinch has to be a franchise because it meets all your criteria. Does it? Yes. It was a book. Then it was multiple movies. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You know what? It is, a, it is a franchise. I'm with you. Oh, I dropped the mic, but I've got to talk into it. Yeah, well, anytime now you could start doing that. That'd be great. <laughs> Uh, he, dropped, he dropped a different mic, folks. I hope. Are you recording this, by the way? Is this getting recorded for the Annals of History? Yeah, this whole thing is. Yeah, so I was going to send it to you later for. Oh, perfect. Yeah, because I was recording on my side, but just Johnny was complaining about echo. Echo, echo. Uh, I said, can you just suck it up for a bit? He's like, no, it's really distracting. Yeah, it literally was like hearing everything that I'm just saying with like a half a second delay. Hey, look, I'm fine with it. It means that I've turned you into the sound guy I knew you could be, and I'm perfectly fine with that. So I'm you proud of you. You created a monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Rachel often says the same thing now, because if we watch a show where the sound quality is bad, she never used to notice. And I'd be sitting next to her thinking, are you insane? How do you not hear that echo? Or how do you not notice that the, the visuals and the sound isn't synced up, you know, when you legally acquire a video? Uh, and now she's definitely in the game with the rest of us, so she's listening going, sound on this sucks. You know, that's not the first time you did that. I remember no. uh, I used to be okay watching like web, uh, web rips and then you're like, I can't do anything less than a Blu-ray. And then I downloaded a Blu-ray and I was like, oh shit, yeah, you're actually right. Yeah. Well, let <laughs> me I say- I can't do anything less than a Blu-ray. Well, there you go. And I'll say the same thing I said to my wife. You're welcome. Because who wants, it? we do not need to be watching things in standard definition, people. It is 2018. There is no reason for standard def. They shouldn't even make Blu-rays unless they're going to make them as coaster, or DVDs unless they're going to make them as coasters. What is the point? If it ain't HD, it can get out. And that relates back to our Android box that we talked about. The legal Android box. Correct. I also love... Go on, Squee. Go on, Squee. Ask me if it's connected to the internet. I can see it in your face. No, I was just thinking I love the, the Welsh. A strong, proud race of dragons. Rugby players. They're, they're warriors amongst men. But a little bit of an echo. <laughs> Are you wearing gloves? Yeah, I am. I've got Raynaud's disease and I'm on the microphone for 24 hours and my hands start kind of just going into, um, like, curled up and cramped if I don't wear these. I just got them in the post today. Oh, okay, that's legit. I can't rip on you for that. Yeah. He I will get you back. Though. I was. Yeah, I was yeah. going to be like, what, are you cold? <laughs> Man up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm okay to like not have an echo, you should be okay not to wear clothes. But yeah, I feel I'm not going to touch that now. No, I'm British. We're very wimpy that way. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't love the Welsh in with you. 
That's right. Or the Irish, or the Scottish. Sorry, English I meant. Sorry, as an Englishman, I, of course, use British and English interchangeably, depending on who's winning at sport. <clears throat> that's okay, that you're allowed to do that. But when you're Welsh, you would never do that. No. No, you wouldn't. That's, that's... I'm cheering for England. <laughs> Get no. out. That's you're right. only allowed to cheer for England. Never. Never. <laughs> as Kelly Jones said, as long as we beat the English, right? It is. Don't want to be your enemy. I'm not going to finish it. <laughs> that was really good. I'm really surprised that you knew that because it's about sports. I'm really proud of you. Yeah, I don't even know how I know that. Yeah. Uh, Paul, are you still awake? Yeah, but I'm, I'm still here. I'm just taking it all in. Let's. Do, that's what she said. Let's do the round table, though. So <laughs> I'm in I'm in Cumbran, South Wales. Just Johnny is up the mountain uh, in South Wales. Uh, Dr. Squee the, in the lovely t- uh, town of Southampton. Is that correct? City. City, city. What did I say? Village. Town. It's in the right. village. Yeah, it's not a town. All right. Calm down. Okay. And uh, Paul, where 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 are ye from? Where are you calling in from, sir? I, I'm just in a village outside of Edenbridge called Cowden, uh, and that's down in Kent. Who's nah. from Kent? Who's from Kent? <laughs> Perhaps we should explain that so it doesn't seem like we just ripped it. No, we explained. I explained it last time. This, <laughs> I explained it last time. G told me he was from Kent. I told the entire story of who's from Kent. All right, then. I don't remember we were, it. No, well, it's it's basically at at, at work. Um, if somebody thinks one of the boys thinks you called them the c word, they'll say, "Who's from Kent?" Yeah. Uh, and a, a certain person says it very often. Uh, but we're not talking about him because he spoiled Master Chef Australia for me. And as far as I'm concerned. That's disgusting. Oh my God! This again. After listening to last week's show, I didn't think you were too bothered about that. No, well, I guess you didn't listen close enough, did you? Because now I know who wins. That's not fair. So, I, I, I mean, but why are you bothered by that, though? I, I can't think of a reason why you'd be bothered. Why would I watch this many episodes of it if I don't want to see who wins, okay? <laughs> What's the point with anything if... I, if, if MasterChef, is that a franchise? <laughs> I think... I don't know. It's only a TV show, so I don't know if I could call it a franchise. Many different TV countries, though? Uh, but idea maybe I don't know I don't know you need I think you really need to talk to somebody about your franchise uh, aka DuckTales obsession sir because I think people are starting to worry about you yeah you've got a problem so now now we're going to say though it's MasterChef Australia <laughs> hey it's very good you know and they're nice to each other okay they're ha- sometimes you just want to see a little happiness in the world okay Matt how dare you Matt I love you and you friend now, uh, there's another part of this you don't know. If we can just throw the heat back at you, Squee, is that me and McGee here, we're going to go so far to harass you and try to drive you into a state of psychosis. We were discussing and working on a DuckTales podcast. Right? <laughs> this is true. You did say about this. <laughs> and we were just going to put it out, uh, an episode on each episode of DuckTales we were going to shout at you out in every show, tag you in every single episode. It was going to be glorious. And then, you know, life just gets busy. But I was going to say, the the, the, was there. yeah, the idea that you'd spend the amount of hours it would take to do that is the only thing that's clearly protected me from that. Hey, I watched a lot of DuckTales. Yeah. A, a lot of research went into that. That's right. I even know Paul's creepy thing about which one of the characters, you know, turns him on, as it were. That's all of them, isn't it? <laughs> oh no it's only the one that shake their tail feathers 
Uh, speaking of that, don't forget to check out Chicago, uh, thebluesbrothers.co.uk for our friends at the Chicago Blues Brothers. See what I did there? That was like a little. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how are they doing? Have you, you uh, spoken to them recently? Yeah, we went to see them in some somewhere. Western yeah. Supermare. Huh? That is somewhere. Uh, that checks. And I sat and I sat with uh, Hippie Dave, who just John knows. Hippie Dave. Uh, and uh, it was a fabulous time. And uh, yeah, they're tremendous. They're playing <clears> all over the place. Uh, and people should definitely check them out. And if you do, and you get to meet them, because they do like a photo op at the end of the show. So if you do happen to go see them, and you do meet them, tell them that Lizzie and Legend of My Spare Time sent you, because that'd be cool. Yeah, I, I did love your interview with them. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, with, well, we got uh, one more coming. I got one more coming as well for oh. a new project I'm working on. So uh, that's in the bank, as they say. Nice. And uh, we might we do we might as well just talk about it here. It's, the show is called Matt Lee's Gets Creative, uh, and season one is going to start in the new year, and that is featuring me talking to other creative types. So musicians like the Chicago Blues Brothers, uh, authors, uh, artists like comic book artists, uh, all manner of things, actors. Um, Quite a few are already in the bank, and it's going to be a cool, interesting experience. That way, we can keep this feed for just me and just John. And then uh, we can do all our rude things, and then the other one can be my grown-up podcast, as somebody called it. Yeah, uh, a podcast is loud? Uh, we'll talk to you about season eight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, only if it's, like, a famous one. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that definitely rules me out then. <laughs> We'll give you. We'll give you a call, maybe. You know what I mean. We'll call. What's yeah, that yeah. thing? Don't call we'll us. We'll call you. Don't call us. Yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. Uh, but yeah, that's coming soon. It's called Matt Lee's Gets Creative, um, and a little later today, speaking of getting creative, we're going to play my little Halloween story too from our Halloween episode, which was written by oh, Jake yeah. Ridge, our good friend and author. Uh, so there we have it. Paul, are you still awake? I'm still here. All right. Cool. Cool. Now, why don't you talk to us then, Mister Paul? Tell us. What's exciting now? Just Johnny's the most exciting man in podcasting, so I often ask him what's new. So why don't we ask you what's new and fill us in on all the excitement that's happening around you at the moment? The the, the excitement around me at this very moment in time. Yes, literally, Lit, literally. So I think. Well, I was in the loft earlier today, and I was rooting some Ethernet cable around. <clears throat> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> and that is a metaphor. Euphemism. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> It was it was the expansion of the network in the home. Oh, I know uh, we're talking. Yeah, exactly. Running Cat Five Ethernet cable into the loft in preparation for twin sockets up there. Why would uh, you need twin sockets up there? It, just basically so I can have a router in one corner, uh, but I can have actually a direct connection to a computer up there as well. So you don't actually have to have like cables just lying around in the actual loft itself. So. Do you know this, uh, this thing is like witchcraft, the power line adapter? Yeah, power line adapter is a fine sort of thing, but if you problem is if you, you can get appliances that sit on the electrical supply system and can interrupt it. So if you're using like a treadmill or running machine or something like that, it's really dirty, then that can end up causing interference with the power line adapter. But are you going to be on both at the same time, the treadmill and the internet? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So you, you could be, forgive me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of thing. Well, you see, I mean, I don't live alone. You know, subject. You know, I mean, obviously, most people would find that surprising. <laughs> but, but so somebody else could be using the treadmill at the same time that I'm on the internet as well. Oh, that's just rude. I do, yes, there is that. Yeah. 
By the way, about, yeah. sorry to, to jump in here, but in I have past, to... Like dial-up days? I'm on the internet. <laughs> what, were we talking like V90 modems, that kind of stuff? Yeah, you know, you pick up the phone downstairs and the internet just stops. You have to restart it all. Yeah, normally if it was like your parents would just go and make a phone call and then that's it, just kill your connection and you just drop off your bulletin board. I have, right. I have to really interrupt. There, there is some exciting news here from the Dotty Who podcasting suite. Uh, Nicola, what have you just delivered into the room? Get, get to the microphone. Oh, sorry. Go to teach choose from. Oh, he's so bossy. <laughs> oh, you could have told me that bit. Hello. 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 Um, I've just delivered the balloons. We have <laughs> Docs for Good balloons now. Ah. That was my job. Sitting down, blowing well, up all the balloons. Great, well, great for audio. I had a job. If, if your job was to blow up the balloons, then you succeeded with great, great accuracy. I did. I had one job, and I did it. Matt, Matt, aren't these exciting? They're very exciting. I love balloons. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice if I could have had a balloon since this is done on the internet, but hey. Let me just pass this one. through the... No, I can't get it through. And, uh, if, and if you would have done that and then I would have leaned up with a Dogs for Good balloon, you would, have, you would have tripped. I, I, I would have died. Like, yeah. Freaked. <laughs> well, not and in fact, we're in audio, so yes, that's what happened, hasn't it, Matt? Yeah, yeah. ta-da! We have performed voodoo magic just for the event, so donate money now. Look, honestly, I haven't got one donation yet, so people, please donate some money. This, no, I, I, I saw, I saw, it's at 20 pounds, I saw. Really? Well, I don't know. I looked. I don't know. You tell me. I oh, no, no. So, yeah, that was donated before the event. So, yeah, sorry. No, it's wonderful. Two people have done £10 donations and would... Um, gift aid which we get here in the uk so it means every time you donate you get the tax back so there was an extra 250 on each of those donations so 25 quid is already in the kitty from pre-donations <laughs> but come on i'm talking for 24 hours please just donate some money guys we've got the wonderful legends now and we had before uh we're not here to please you just just chuck some change at us that's right you can literally throw it at squee if you see him yeah sure so, sure. Yeah. You weren't listening. Well, you just agreed to let people throw change at you. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard. I heard. I just, it's all for a good cause. I'll get stoned by money. I'll get stoned for a good cause. Okay. All right. You can be the one to do that. Now, I like how everyone just froze and nobody else speaks. <laughs> we, we, we heard your commanding now and we were, you know, listening. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm surprised you listened. I'm shocked. I'm sorry. We try not to. We try not to. All right. So I got a little bit of a, of a little thing we can chat about here. There's an interesting TV show on in the UK right now called The Heist. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Dun, dun, dun. But basically, it's one of these, quote unquote, reality shows. OK. And for those wrestling fans in the audience, they'll understand what I mean when I say it's a work. OK. But they have these groups of people and uh, they go and rob this truck and they steal 250,000 pounds from the truck in cash notes and in uh coin is it worth saying that this truck is set up they're not actually oh, just oh, they oh, don't just absolutely. go into the street and it's absolutely set up like they're told where it's going to be and when they're told where the money is the guy parks it and walks away to get a cooked breakfast like it is most definitely set up for the tv show the part of it that isn't i guess set up quote unquote allegedly according to them is that the police are then going to do the research and the investigation to try to catch the people so they split into groups, they split up the money, they take like 25K each or whatever it is. And if they can hide it for, say, 30 days, they can keep it. Yeah. That's the premise of the So TV basically show. Hunted, uh, which is a Channel 4 show, but with a heist at the beginning. 
That's right. Now, when I refer to it as it must be some kind of a work, uh, it's either some kind of a setup or these people are incredibly stupid. Um, well, the police or the, the people who are hiding? The people who are hiding the money are incredibly stupid. <clears throat> okay. Uh, they're not trying very hard to hide it. For example, one of the groups, one of the couples that stole this money went to a local travel agent and paid for a full honeymoon with 7,000 pounds in cash or 5,000 pounds in cash or something. Um, the other one used a large amount of pound coins to order something for her work, but she had it delivered. So she gave her name and address and paid in a large amount of coins when the police had put out a tweet saying, local businesses, if anyone uses a large amount of coins, let us know. So is it a case of the police don't know who who they are? That's right. And yeah, then the anyway. police, like, say, like, it might be, say, that your local town. Police know that someone in this town have it. And they just right. go try and find it. That's right. So they're using CCTV. They're pinging cellular towers to figure out who was on the phone in the area at a certain time, that kind of thing. And are so, they compelled to spend some of the money, like a certain amount per day? Or It doesn't. I don't know whether it's a certain amount per day, but it seems like all of a sudden, because let's be honest, if allegedly you were going to pull this off, uh, he's showing us his crotch. Why is he doing that? <laughs> I'm looking for something. I was looking for something. Uh, yeah. You're, all right. That old so, chestnut. Uh, so, yeah. You would think if you really did this, you would just hide the money. Yeah, like literally bury it in a hole. Just don't touch it. That's yeah. right. But then all of a sudden, these guys decide to go out and start spending large chunks of it. So, uh, what I want to know from each of you is, we've stolen the money. We're splitting it four ways. Yeah. We'll start with Mr. Uh, I don't know. Let's call it we've each got 50 grand in cash. Okay. Cold uh, hard cash. We'll say most of it's in notes, but a couple of grand is in coins, okay? Yeah. We'll start with you, Mr. G. What do you do with your 50K? We need to hide it at the beginning, I guess, but it's up to you. You can do with it what you choose. So <clears throat> so to avoid any guilt or anybody throwing anyone else under the, the bus, we'll say we did the heist together, okay? So we're all in on it together. So no matter what happens out of this, we're going down together, I guess. So what do you do with your share, share Mr. G? So we've got 50 grand in cash, in a holdo, right. something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of in Ooh, a... maybe you could buy a holdo because <laughs> you've got the money. It's a, True. It's in, a big hockey, it's in a big hockey duffel bag, you know, and we're running away from the scene uh, and we've all just split up and now you're on your own. What do you do? Okay, have I got, have I got like a time limit of how long before I need to hide this or, you know, do I... I? I mean, I would guess if we just rob somebody, they're already on their way to the scene so they're probably already starting to look around so you may want to get rid of it pretty quick i would think but okay. it's, your, it's your game to play okay he's um, looking for the, the nearest maplins to buy loads of wires no no that doesn't sound like a good idea so i think that sounds like a really poor idea i'd probably <laughs> probably do something like uh i mean have i got like a mode of transport to get away i mean, am I, I mean you know, that's up to you man i mean we all met up for the heist the escape isn't my problem you tell me do you okay. have a car ready for you? Yeah, okay. I've got an escape vehicle sort of thing that I'm okay. going to be going, so I'm going to be leaving. I will probably have a prearranged um, like hideout that I take this to stash to. So I'm thinking like in you know, like a woods, you know, like okay. a small small shed, something like that, kind of deserted, where I can hide it away. Um, you know, where I'd like normally handle 
I'd like rambler bodies or something along those lines. <laughs> um, so that I know out, this is getting really out of hand. Yeah. So I, so I know it's deep in the woods somewhere, um, and not somewhere where people would walk their dogs, sort of thing. Because these dog walkers, they always have a habit of like finding stuff. Um, so yeah, so that's where I do it. And then I would I would I slowly withdraw small amounts, inconspicuous amounts from this, and probably deposit in something like premium bonds. Something like that, on long term. So we, you know, not going to draw attention, but you're also not going to get a tax implication as well when you actually win. I like how you went taxes on it. Thank you. I should also mention though, avoid the because we robbed it from a, because we robbed it from a vault. The notes are probably going to be marked serial number wise, so uh, depositing okay. them into an account may not be the best. But we don't know. That's your concept for now. I like it. I like right. it. Okay, in which case I'd probably take I mean if that's the case and then Mark's notes I'd probably take them to somewhere like CEX because I don't think they'd be like too hot on you know what kind of cash was transacted through their um, their tools what could you buy or from CEX I mean surely if you got 50 grand after a couple of grand you bought all the games oh, there's, there's loads of stuff I mean you've got there's, there's like, loads of like retro hardware old gaming systems again after a couple of grand you've got them all <laughs> Uh, there is that uh, because they're really expensive ones. They're not going to be selling. Like no one's going to trade them into CEX. I'll chuck them on eBay, won't they? Oh, good point. Yeah, I was just looking for somewhere easy to get rid of the notes. I mean, there's got to be somewhere easy to get rid of a lot of notes, right? I'm kind of shocked that no one's shouted out an obvious answer. But, you know, well, only, no, no, only Paul has had his turn, in fairness. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was going to say, I'm, I'm going to wait. I'll go last. Okay. Okay. Does that mean I mean, me? There's the, oh, sorry. No, yeah, go ahead, Squee. We've just all left this vault that we robbed. You got a duffel bag with 50 grand in it. We've all just split up. What do you do now? Well, even though I've lost a bit of weight this year, I am a fat guy at heart. So, or at heart attack, as almost was. And... So I'm thinking, like, just what could I do within the time? So even if they catch me, I've still had a blast. So I'm just going to go for the most expensive restaurants, fine dining, like uh, rent out a really expensive flashy car and someone to drive it because I don't drive. Uh, just do loads of experiences. Get hold of the Batmobile if I can get, like, a, a local fan collector nearby or something. I'm just going to have a really fun just hour until they catch me. Well, that's no, great. Um... So as we said... All four of us go down together if we go down. So just so we know, Paul, we <laughs> is not in on the hike. Okay? He's gonna blow his cover. I mean, you've never been you've been fairly inconspicuous, I assume, your whole life. And then all of a sudden you show up with some dude driving you around in a Ferrari or and you're dropping all this cash in the Batmobile. Yeah. In the Batmobile, like driving Miss Daisy, and the police aren't gonna be like Hmm, I wonder where he got all those have, ducats from. Have you ever seen uh did, did you watch the IT crowd, I assume? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll be like uh, in the last episode. It's like, sorry, I can't talk to you right now. I am on secret millionaire. <laughs> I'll do sorry, I, I can't tell you what I'm doing with this money. I'm on a TV show where we've got to escape from a heist. Well, you're out of the heist anyway because you scared me. You're going to get us caught. Now, just Johnny, you said you wanted to go last, right? Yeah. All right, so that means me. Here's what we do. I take my money immediately to the place. Well, it gets hidden first, okay? It's in my mattress, it's in my car, whatever. Just for a few hours until nightfall. Then I'm going to the place where we work, just Johnny. Ooh. Uh, stay with me, folks. We basically work where we make parts, pieces, 
of airplanes. So just like an Argos type shop, those things get stored in a giant metal containment unit, okay? Everything that goes in there gets tagged with a piece of paper that has a, a specific part number and a specific number to that specific piece. So I go to work with the money. I bury it in a massive box wrapped in, saran uh, wrapped in bubble wrap and all that kind of thing. I use my system to create a unique, one-of-a-kind part number. I book that box into the system under said part number, knowing that nobody else will request that it be quote-unquote delivered. And then when the heat has cooled off, I go back in, I create an order for said box, I take my money, and I take my wife to Disney World. Hallelujah! Okay, he's standing up for everyone that can't see in almost celebration, and he's now doing a dance as if to be like, oh, and oh. now he's uh, yeah, flashing us. We're not going to tell you what, because... Because it was too small to notice. Show. It was only my tummy. It was like Disney's black hole all over again. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, so far, I think it's me and Paul getting away with it and Squeeze already in for questioning. So, just Johnny, what are you doing? You see, not that I've thought about this many times. <laughs> no, but definitely not. Well, we've definitely never had conversations about scams. Never, ever. No, ever. no. But the thing is, why would you have to hide it in the woods? If no one knows that it's yours, you could literally get like a watertight Tupperware box and just bury it in your back garden. Because yeah. in this way, you can easily get to it. Or, you know... Yeah, but, yeah, but they've already picked up Squee in his Batmobile. They've applied <laughs> a little bit of pressure and he's squeeing like a pig sort of thing. At which point, they're searching my back garden and they would find said Tupperware box. Okay. Only if the grass looks, you know, un upturned. I'll say I would Recently only talk up. if they bribe me with a very nice dinner. Oh no! The thing is, though, why would you want to go to a posh place? Because you're going to pay like a grand for like one sprout and half a pork chop. Wouldn't it be better to go to like an all-you-can-eat and just oh, go for it? Well, I'd go for a high-end vegan restaurant because that's how I lost the weight. So I just go to a vegan restaurant, and they like I could burn most of the fifty grand just on like a alternative meat or alternative to meat veggie burger. Yeah, Sounds or you delicious. Get one of them lab-grown meat burgers. They have bloody nice. like eleven dollars now. All right, so but just Johnny, what are you doing with the money? Where do you See, go? Okay, then maybe not hiding it. Well, I'd hide it in my garden until Squee got caught, and then as soon as Squee got caught, then I'd be like, okay, let's move this somewhere up the woods or on a local running path, and then okay. you'd slowly take out small amounts of money. Then you go to a convention, and you buy a CGC slabbed comic for a couple of grand. You bring that shit home, you sell it on eBay. That is Ooh, allegedly yeah. called yeah. money laundering. And no one would question allegedly. buying a really expensive comic at Comic-Con. That happens all the time. No, and given the fact that I've got like over a thousand, no one's going to question it. I bought comics online. I bought comics in person. No one's going to know. Like, there's no history for half my comics because they're all bought in cash from stores. So mm -hmm. if you, you know, if you just be like, oh, I saved this up, I'm going to go buy, you know, a comic comic yep. book store is going to be thinking fuck yeah you know I've just sold like a two grand comic because well Incredible Hulk 181 sells for about two two and a half grand depending on the grade you pick one up you maybe even go to like four or five different uh, venues or vendors because there's never normally one guy selling some rare CGC shit you'd be like I've been saving this shit up I've been coming back I've been wanting this you know you get all excited act the whole nerd you bring that shit home sit on it for a bit you can even keep it 
or then sell it on eBay. You might take a little bit of a loss on it, but you still got clean money. Yeah, I'll do Very that instead, good. actually. I mean, that's that? probably the better one so far. To say, like, you're all nerds. You all go to conventions and you all see stuff, people selling stuff for ridiculous price. And you think, if I had the money. But now this money isn't yours. You stole it. So it's not like you've worked hard for it. It's kind of like, if this works, great. If this doesn't, you know, then I'm right. I think it's good. And could we allege that, you know, maybe not all of these vendors, allegedly, some of them maybe might not be declaring everything they take in. Would that be a fair assumption? <laughs> I think that could be a massively fair assumption. Scandalous. So no one's looking for the cash either, right? No. And think about it. You know, you got, because you see some of these vendors got like 5, 10, 20 copies. You go there, you buy one. They're going to be like, maybe I could write that off as stolen. It's, or a good, just, it's a good idea, know, Johnny. Pocket the money, then. Good idea. Yeah. You know, I like it. Uh, you'd have to wear. You know, I would. You dress up as a character as well. No one's going to question a guy looking like Joker in a convention. Cosplay no crime. It's perfect. Yeah, it's and no perfect. one's going to come to me. Were you dressed up as Joker? Because everyone knows. That, oh, I'm not really a DC fan. And if you're dressed as the Joker, they're going to go. It's like, nah, too obvious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just Johnny, I think you cracked it. In fact, Oosh. if our author friend Colin R. Parsons is listening, this sounds like one heck of a short story. Oh my God, it does. And you said it. You said the title, Paul. What did you say? I didn't it, say it again. I said, oh, I said it's a cosplay crime. Cosplay crime. That's it. That's the there new crime fiction thing. Well played, Just Johnny. If only Doctor Sweet didn't get us all caught. But the thing is, we we've all got the money. If we get to him before the cops do. That's an extra portion for us. That's true. Why is everyone assuming I'm going to get caught? I don't know why my plan suggested that might happen. How many times? Because you you're going to be driving around Southampton in a Batmobile, man. Ah, that's where I'm going to throw him off the scent. I won't drive around Southampton. I'll make a Romsey or something. It'll be fine. And that's not going to be more suspicious at all. I think you're going to ruin this for us, man. I think he is as well. I don't so, see uh, why. Look, look, that, uh, look here, I'll, I'll mute Squee for a second. He won't be able to hear us. Boys, he's out, okay? We'll just cut him out. We won't tell him, and then we're fine. And we get an extra portion for ourselves. Oh, yeah. That's right. And then maybe yeah. to throw them off the scent, we'll tell them, the police, that maybe we think he did it. And then while they're chasing him, we can all go to Disney World. We plant some on him. We leave some on him. We park, yes. a, Batman, park a Batmobile outside his house. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to add Squee back to the conversation now. Here we go. All right. All right, Squee, welcome back. Thank you. Yes, what? we've decided you you were What's still happening? in. Yeah, you're you're I'm in. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Nothing to worry about here. I'm yeah, almost suspicious, but I, I don't think you'd ever lie to me. So you know, I don't I don't think I've ever given you any reason to not trust me. No, sir. no, no, no. So there we are. Now, just John, on the other hand, we all know he likes to backstab his buddy. Whoa! <laughs> but not for anything serious. I mean, if it was a legit <laughs> one, if I had to move a body, it would be just Johnny. Your mum's listening. <laughs> So I'm just saying, if she has a problem with her neighbors and we need to move a body, I'm calling you. So there you go. Allegedly. Uh, well, yeah. In this game that we play, uh, this yes. our uh, you know modern day D and D. I love. I dig up. I, I yeah. love just Johnny that you just said game. I really do. Do you know why I love that? No. Because we're playing a game tonight, today, now, here. Oosh. Now. First, I just want to check, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Legend Podcast. Not you, mother. Not you. But other people follow us at Legend Podcast on Twitter. It's just vulgar. There's no need for you to see any of that. 
Just John hacks my Twitter all the time. What? Says rude things. <laughs> he retweets rude things. So there's no need for you to see any of that. Now, I've invited a few people on this week. So I'm just double checking that I've been, been ghosted by all of them, which, of course, I have. Uh, okay, good. Cool. Okay. We're going to play a game today. An inset game. We've got Dr. Squee taking on McG. I don't know why I keep calling you McG. I want to call you Scrooge, Scrooge McG. Call me anything you like. Just don't call him in the morning. It's usually Granddad G. <laughs> Granddad G. Yeah. Is there a way... Is there a way that... You could tell us a little quick history, though, about why you have such a beef with Paul G. Is that a fair question, Squee? What, me? I don't have a beef yeah. with him. We're buddies. I just wow. enjoy taking the mickey out of him for being old. I'd love yeah, to hear this thing you want to show with someone you protesting. don't like. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. We just, uh, uh, Paul, very early on in the days of Gallifrey Stands, he just, I saw him online with Who News and he had all these wonderful facts at his fingertips. You know, it, he put my nerdery to chain when it came to Doctor Who. And when he came on the line, just, um, I think you started making jokes about how old you were. And I just took that ball and ran with it a lot. I I don't remember that at all, sort of thing. Yeah, but you don't remember what you had for breakfast. You're getting very old. Uh, uh, It's it's just just a constant stream of abuse about my age. And I'm not that much older. I mean, you're you're entering your 40s. I'm leaving my 40s. I'm not that much older. Yeah. I don't feel that much older. Yeah, 1940s. You know what this reminds me of? It, like to me, Paul is is it's it's only fools and horses, and 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 Paul is poor granddad when Del Boy <laughs> is just screaming and shouting at him. You know, it, it pretty much feels like that sometimes. And I'm it's... comparing that not as a shot at your age, Mister G, sir. No, no, <laughs> only so that I can make the comparison towards the bullying that I think I'm experiencing here, and I won't stand for it. I, I frankly, uh, are you finished? <laughs> Listen. Listen, maybe later we can talk about Doctor Who, okay? Because Who News is you, Paul G. And in an unrelated weird little twist of fate, my wife follows your Twitter account. She without does. Without knowing that, that it's you knowing me and that you were the DuckTales guy. I was oh. like, you follow that? That's the DuckTales guy. Yes, I did say the DuckTales guy squee. Oh, wow. So there you go. This is what, that, that six degrees of freedom or separation. I always get confused. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah whatever yeah. that is. Now, yeah, yeah. So uh, are we going into the game? Yeah, oh, hey, don't. Uh, no, no, no. So, just, just how long is the game? I don't know. It's about as long as it takes you to stop being a baby answering <laughs> the questions. <laughs> I was just wondering if for five minutes you could fill in talking to Mr. G again, and I'm just going to go and use the toilet. Oh, please. Yes, you're excused. Yeah, I just didn't want to go into a long feature before I needed to pee. All right, that's fair enough. You should probably pee now and get yourself some tissues. I think that's the added pressure he needs. That's yes. right. And, and yeah, as Paul think... always reminds me, you have to get to the loo in time. <laughs> It's See you in a minute. Johnny, when just Johnny gets nervous, he needs to pee as well. It's, or sometimes poo. <laughs> <laughs> All mean. right, so... So, Paul, what's your history? So, Who News is the Twitter account. Yep. Have you always been a loyal Doctor Who fan and you just kind of fell into running the Twitter account about it? Uh, no, no. It, it wasn't anything like that at all, really, sort of thing. I, I mean, I'd fallen out of love with Doctor Who for many years. Um, and then basically for my sins, I write software and I thought, um, you know, there's an opportunity here, um, to do like a Doctor Who news aggregation service. Um, 
the iPhone had only been out like a year or two. So I thought, well, maybe I could do an app for that. And maybe I could approach the BBC and talk to them about it. Uh, and they weren't interested at all. Um, and so I thought, right, well, I'll just do it on my own back sort of thing. And it seemed to get quite a following. Um, but yeah, it really was. Just, it was more a software development thing. And I thought there's a niche market. Can I exploit people? So, um, so. <laughs> Legally. Legally, legally sort of thing. So, you know, will they buy my app? And a few of them did. Um, and and so, and then, and then it just rolled on and it's been going, I think probably about nearly about 10 years now it's heading towards. So. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a good time to ask then. How do you feel about the new season? Um, I'm, I, I'm watching it because I feel obliged to watch it. Um, but I'm not, I'm not really enjoying it greatly, I must confess. But then I, I must confess, I haven't really enjoyed anything from about 2005. But there's bits and pieces I tune in and I sort of think, yeah, this isn't too bad. But for the most part, um, I'm just, I like the stuff that I watched in my childhood. Uh, yeah. And, and, and actually, but, you know, I can step back and I can sort of say, yeah, this is for a different generation. It's not for a white, chubby, middle-aged man and he's heading towards his 50s anymore. It's for a different audience. Um, you should probably tell Squee that. <laughs> and so, so yeah, I'm sorry, so. I couldn't resist that. I had to say it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. yeah, please. No, yeah, so, so basically, yeah, I, it, it, it doesn't hold the appeal that it once did for me um so yeah and the new season for me and uh, i like i like the doctor i like her i can't say i really like the episodes if if that makes sense uh so people can't jump at me and be like you don't like it because it's a woman no i like her as the doctor but it's only been like one really good episode i mean the one about the wedding pretty sure i slept through that one I mean, I'm sure it was a good storytelling device, but it wasn't really a Doctor Who episode, was it? You know? Ah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm just struggling to see who, who the target audience is because some weeks, yeah, I could see that you know children would enjoy it, but next week, I think children would be bored senseless by this. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the Amazon one. Sorry, the Kablam, Kablam one or whatever it was. Yep. Uh, that was a cool episode. That was very Doctor Who. And just Johnny, you could not give a single fizz, fizznik. <laughs> Uh, thing about Doctor Who, is that right? Uh, that is correct. I'm not a fan in any way, shape, or size. There you are. So and For me, like, in theory, I should love it. I should like it. I'm a nerd. Yeah, it's filmed right where we live. Yeah, it's filmed. Uh, but we've... Oh, how many times have you known about roads or places getting closed down for it? Yeah, that's where we met Peter Capaldi last year. Well, you did. When I had a, a random text message from our friends at Indie Mac user, my buddy Ben, and he said, Doctor's going to be at this spot today at this time. And I was like, oh, man. And we went there. And sure enough, there was an, uh, a strange-looking foam box-shaped thing covered in tarps. And all of a sudden, Peter Capaldi came walking out. And he walked up to the crowd of people, and he went, hi, who haven't I met yet? And Rachel, my wife, was like, me, and just walked right to the front. Nice work. And we got our photos taken with him. Very nice. And I believe that's the very spot where he recorded the promo for Gallifrey Stands. That's quite cool. And you've been there now, so you're part of their history. But yeah, it's too childish. Could be that way. Okay, that's fair enough. Growing up with, uh, say, Star Trek, Stargate, where at least they try to give it some kind of, oh, it's the quantum singularities and stuff. At least they try to give it a real sciencey sounding explanation 
Doctor Who's like, oh, it's just timey-wimey stuff. And you're like, really? You couldn't even just come up with some crap? Like, if you go to any physicist now and say, like, theoretically speaking, what would you need to say slow down time? And they could just say, like, I don't know, inverse gravitons. Boom. you got a word right there. Kind of could potentially work. But, like, 99% of people aren't going to know. And then this way you're not almost pandering to them. Because, like, like you just said, it's for a different generation. Yeah, I like it. And I like, I thought it was going to be me and Paul that were going to make Squee mad. But now you are too. I love it. And he's not he even like, going to listen to this until he hears he, it back. Oh, no, no I'm like, here. You know, he, I'm back. Uh, he, did like, he did like the Undertaker thing where he pulled his glove on as he was listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, oh. I, just, uh, I, I would just add just, I don't know why I'm bothered, but on a serious point, Doctor Who Head's very good at like going through periods of when they'll go really mega serious in the science, or they are historically, possibly not so much in the new show, and times where they just say timey-wimey and just move the plot along. But then the plot themselves are kind of really flimsy, and how many times can something happen that's going to be massively catastrophous for the whole universe that happens in the UK? Well, as Paul will tell you, that's more new show. Old show, they used to be able to just have a regular everyday kind of crisis and that would be enough. Now it's got to be the whole world ending. Just the way but it goes. The whole world ends in and it's always someplace, ah, Devon. Oh, that's Cardiff. Oh, no. <laughs> really? Well, that's not like that anymore now because now just, Johnny, it's just everything seems to be happening in Sheffield. Oh. <laughs> well, what? I didn't realise that Sheffield looked like the rest of the world. What I like is that uh, with the new series, they have done more kind of just smaller plots, just like the historical ones have been about a, a specific event, not kind of about the whole world ending if they don't get time put back on track. And, you know, kablam, that was at one factory. It wasn't so apocalyptic. Yeah. So they, they have gone back to, again, this is where you, when you go to a show which has been 50 years old, you'll get times when, like Russell D. Davies loved to, when he brought the show back, he loves to go for the really big, really apocalyptic plots. Stephen Moffat went very kind of in on the geek references and the dog tier references. Uh, Chibnall seems to have gone a bit more real world and a bit more kind of everyday disasters opposed to the world ending. There you go. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad we're all still getting along, folks. And what, what what was the um what was the GSP promo you were talking about? The the what now? Gallifrey Stands promo you said something about? Uh there was the Peter Capaldi thing. So that was the Oh uh, yeah. That's what yeah, we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, when he recorded wow. it. Matt was that there. Went, Blank that, that went away real quick. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what did we talk about? Oh man. No, yeah, I was there when Ben got Peter Capaldi to record your promo, Squee. Oh yeah. No, that is the crowning achievement, and thank you very much, as always, to Ben for that. Yeah, and I think the comment was, I usually get paid for that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> and apparently, perfectly fine. apparently there's two things which won him over. One was just Lewis giving a cheeky smile and going, ah, go on then. And just he was cheeky <laughs> enough and just, just nice. And also apparently he just loved the name Gallifrey Stands. It just gave him a giggle. So That's perfect. Uh, shout out to Ben and to Lewis. Um, yeah, we love you guys. Fantastic guys. I can remember once we were all out for a dinner and we were discussing uh, potential guests for a Comic-Con we were working on. And uh, Lewis made this amazing comment that, I, that my wife and I still giggle at today. We were referring to some celebrity that I now honestly, at the, and even at the time, no idea who it is. But he said, and I know he'll do it because he was on fucking Ollie Oaks. 
<laughs> and it still brings me giggles to this day. And now all of us and I just cursed. I apologize. That's one. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Mama Lee's about him. But I was quoting. It was Lewis who made me do it. It was. And I just like to apologize to my mum. He wouldn't know how to listen in a million years, let alone anything else. I did have to send my mum a link. Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, we've had a, a donation. I'd just like to thank um, Stacy who donated uh, 10 quid, which, as I say, we're just giving Pekin 12 pounds and 50 pence. Stacy Taylor. Thank you very much, Stacy. Yeah. Thank you for your donation. Now, this is a, it's time to play a game. Is everyone ready? Yeah. Ready as I ever am. Fair enough. Now, listen, we are now, unless I get a solid and agreeable <laughs> yes don't stop it john out of squee and out of g this game does not happen do i have both of your agreement yes yeah Fine. you have a solid off both of them if if, they, <laughs> if yeah yeah one's bigger than the other if there is an argument if well, well is, paul does give a bigger stool sample you're right <laughs> now if there is a discrepancy a disagreement then the final say will fall to just johnny now the decision to turn over to just johnny will lay with me are we all in agreement yes yeah and on a side note paul why are we calling john so many disgusting names before we came on air i don't know what that was about that was in a private chat with us so seems like a poor decision uh john you're looking great today uh, see he's already off to a bad start <laughs> yeah yeah poor effort i think you should lose a point already yeah. Oh, well, we'll get into that, that in a like moment. That's like reverse bribing, isn't it? It's like, you're not trying to bribe me. You're just trying to say, oh, no, no, he's a dick, but I'm really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's... Play mind games. This is always like playground sucking up, isn't it? It is. Yeah, oh, I know, I know. Miss, miss, he swore. Now listen, much like a timeout in a hockey game, either Paul or Squee at any time can request that an answer get sent up to the Supreme Court a.k.a. Just Johnny. So if you don't think my answer is fair or, or, have, or, or you're not happy with it, you can go ahead and get me to go back to Just Johnny to ask that. However, if Just Johnny then gives his decision, it's final. And not even I can disagree with it, okay? <laughs> yeah. You can do this one time per player. There are five questions. You may do it one time. Well, one time per question or one time period? They have, they have one each. For the whole All game. Right. Ooh, no pressure. Only one joker to play. Yeah. <laughs> now, I just want you to see this here, just Johnny. You have a camera, don't you? No, do you but I many... can see your camera. Yeah, do you remember how many years ago you drew this picture for me? Wasn't that the start of Zodiac? That's very nice. Uh, no, Zodiac think, was it even before well, that? I think it was when we were at the fucking Nazi call center. No. Anyway, yes, just for anyone, it was. anyone for just for anyone who thinks I'm not sentimental, I've had that many years. Anyway, are we ready uh, to play the games? We are. Just, John, if yeah. you have a pen and paper or a way to also keep score with me so that we can sort of, you know, uh, end up on the end. So then when we get to the end and Squee says we cheated, we can both have the same score. <laughs> Why is it me? Now, there was a time a few weeks back on Facebook where Squee got a little mouthy. And what we went ahead and did at that point was said that he was starting the game today at minus two. Okay? What did I say? What did I say? I don't remember. No, but yeah, unless you wanted to be minus three, I'd back off right now because I want to play the intro. Back up. <laughs> Back up. Ladies and gentlemen, Thanks. it is time to play the Spare Time Olympics. Stop typing just, John. In a notepad so I can keep track so I haven't got paper. <laughs>
right. Welcome to the Spare Time Olympics, the first one in many moons. Now, right out of the gate, there is a current Spare Time Olympic champion, but your boy Lizzie can't remember who it is because it's been so long. So the title has been stripped. That's how glorious this championship is. It's been stripped. And today we will declare a brand new <coughs> champion. My competitors, my guests in this corner, the one, the only, Dr. Squee. Say hello, sir. Well, it's an to be here, and I'd just like to congratulate Paul on his predetermined win. Correct me if I'm, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but did you just say, say hello? I did say, say hello, yes. Hello. That's going to be minus three for Squee. Oh. That's minus one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no offense Let's all all. remember to follow instructions, okay, folks? <laughs> Such a fix. Hello. Do I get point back you. for that? All right, and his opponent, also going to be referred to as the one and the only, the proprietor behind Who News, it's Paul McGee. Welcome, sir. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, that's very kind of you. You're welcome. Plus one. He welcome. added, thanks for having me. That isn't just saying hello. No, he said, hello. Pause. Yeah, thanks for did. having me. So he'd already given his correct answer, and then he just had like a little cherry on top. Thank you, McGee. You're welcome. So Scrooge McGee is in the house. It's uh, minus three to Squee and uh, one to G. Okay, everyone got that? So yep. minus three and one. <laughs> That's right. I'm making note oh. of that now. All right. So time for questions. Question number one. You will each get a chance to answer, okay? Will we let the – who would you – who should – who John, who do you think we should have go first? Well, you know, seeing as Paul was uh, correct and he was proper, I believe it should be Paul. <laughs> All right, Paul. Question number one, who should play the 14th Doctor and why? 14th Doctor and why? Um, I think it should be... Um, um, oh, now, that's a really tough one. Um, I'm thinking, thinking. Mine's gone blank on this one. Um, I don't know. It, I'd be tempted to switch it back to a man. So I think it should be something like Edris Elba, something like that. Ooh, okay. I like uh, that idea. Okay. Like so original. I, I don't think anyone suggested such a thing or him for any part. Okay, before, I reckon yeah. that should be like a, one, a negative one because that sounds like, you know. Talking over a, another competitor. Talking over, yeah. Showing so, disrespect. So minus, minus four. Minus four to squee, yep. Yeah. We got one, uh, two for G now, because we've given him one for the first start of that answer. Very nice. I like the concept. Carry on. I believe you were still speaking, Mr. G. Yeah, I think he's got, he's got the, uh, the, the, obviously he's got the weight of um, acting. He's got the screen presence, definitely. Um, uh, I think it's, he's got the maturity to carry off the role. Um, I think, you know, he's obviously already got a loyal fan base, which he'd bring to the show as well. Um so I, th I think there's, there's many benefits for it, and you know, and I think it's I think after his performance in things like the Dark Tower, yeah, um, sort of thing, I think he's uh, you know he's shown his variety of roles that he can he can play, and I think he could bring an awful lot to the role. I like it. You got three points total, sir. Thank you. Squee, what's that in your hand? You would not be paying attention to us, would you? I'm paying all the attention to you. I was just sending you a lovely picture of you that I just took. Because I love you. All right. This better not be a rude photo. Now, I would like to say that my mother chimed in and said Chris Marshall should be the 14th Doctor. 
I think that's a wonderful answer. She gets 10 points. All right, Squee. Yeah. Right, your mum, uh, yeah, cool. Um, well, we I'm going like to go. going to try and butter someone up again. No, yeah, I said I your mum cool. That's all I said. Jeez. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, um, yeah, I, I don't even matter what, what I say, so I may as well just go for serious answer. One which sprang to my mind when they were casting Jodie was Kevin McKidd. He's a uh, Scottish-American. He was in Trainspotting. Uh, actually also the Father Ted Christmas special, bizarrely enough. And then he went over to work in America where he's in Grey's Anatomy every week. He's uh, got great presence. He's in uh, really great shape, but he's kind of slightly older, so he's kind of like a middle-aged doctor, but someone who's in great shape so he could do all the running and the physicality now demanded of the role. And I just think he's a cracking actor. Okay. I'm not, I'm not against your answer. I've given you two points for it. So you're at minus two. Okay. And Mr. Scrooge McGee is at three. All right. Everyone happy you got that just, Johnny? Yep. I got three for Paul, minus two for Squee, and Avril with ten. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Now. Hello, okay, hello by question. the way, Paul's mum. I don't know if I said that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Matt's mum. Okay. You said hello. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. Now she's, we're not actually going to let her win. Don't worry. Okay. We're going to pick a winner between Grumpy and McGee. Now. <laughs> next question. Are you ready? Uh, we're going to let, do we let Squee go first or what do you think? Yeah, let's get Squee go first this time. Squee. Okay. What is the most epic franchise <laughs> to star David Tennant? Such a difficult choice. I mean, he's been in so many as, as we all know, of course. Um, yeah, screw it. I, I didn't care. You can dog me any points you want. It will always be Doctor Who. Okay. Minus one. Don't care. Back to don't minus care. three. No, minus me more. Minus me more. I don't care. Minus me more. I, I will stick to Doctor hey, Who hey, beyond any you're at minus three points. right now, okay? Yeah. I'm now giving you a point for telling me what to do. So now you're at minus two, okay? It. it didn't go how you wanted it to do. So don't tell me what to do. Now you're at minus two. Paul, my friend, what is the most epic franchise to star David Tennant? Uh, quite clearly because of the reboot in uh, 2017 it's DuckTales thank you very much correct answer you have jumped up to four points to his minus two this is going delightfully well and like they do in that really annoying show about celebrities I'm going to throw it to the to the gallery and ask just Johnny how do you think the game is going so far for both players I think the game is going really well and uh, just to chime in on the David Tennant I'm going I'm to come in with a curveball and say for me it's probably going to have to be Chew, even though he's not actually out yet. Um, it's got comics and obviously now a TV show, and apparently he's playing a part in this, so I'm going to say Chew. Chew, right. C-H-E-W? Yes. Okay, not heard of it. What's about I like it? That. It's based on a comic book about some guy who, whenever he eats meat, he kind of sees how the, the animal or the person died, and he's a detective. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I think I did hear about this. I just didn't know the name. That sounds really cool, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like but, I Zombie, but with David Tennant. Uh, don't get me started. <laughs> okay, look, we don't have time for that. We're playing a game right now. I'll upset you after. Next question. Are you are you having fun? Squee, I know you're not having fun. It's fine. You don't have to answer. Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. You don't tell me how much fun I'm having. I'm loving it. All right, fine. To quote Monica, rules make the game better. If certain people follow the rules, then maybe he'd be having fun. <laughs> just, Just saying. Just saying. Paul okay. hasn't lost a single okay. point this whole time. I'm just saying. Yeah, they're funny right. that. I did not expect that. This is a 
Will you watch your attitude? This is a this is a great <laughs> question. This is a big one. Paul, you get to go first. Okay. In the biopic of Legend in My Spare Time, who would you cast as myself, Matt Lees, and of course my cohort, Just Johnny? Who are you casting as myself and Just Johnny in the movie about us? Oh, oh dear. Um. Okay. Well, I've never actually seen Johnny, so that so so I'm, I'm going to have to space it on character, as opposed to. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Um, no. but it's it's going to be. I mean, in terms of in terms of weight and presence, I'm I'm almost feeling like a Clint Eastwood, Morgan Freeman kind of thing going on here. So What's that from in, that? In, in terms of the experience that would be needed to carry off these kind of character roles, um, he's not wrong. But 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 possibly in terms of I don't know physicality, who who would be close to Matt? I'm probably thinking Robert Downey Jr. Um, and, and I'm thinking more, I mean, I'm just going through voice. I can only go with voice with Johnny. I'm thinking more Tom Hanks, but I don't know why that would be the case. So, okay. As long as there's a scene in the film where I pee, I'm okay with it. <laughs> so know. that's to- Tom Hanks to play just Johnny. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. to play myself. Yes, yeah. Seems a pretty smart answer to me. Paul, you're at seven points. Fantastic. All right. Doctors, high, high school. Are you having fun raising money for the puppies? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Next. I'm having the most fun just winding you up as they sow down here in Wales. You should say that in a Welsh accent. I did, yeah. Winding you up. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, Squeak, in the biopic, who's playing me and who's playing Johnny? Okay. Uh, My initial thought for, uh, for you. Uh, Mr. Lee's was uh, Paul Gross just because you know Jew South and I love him and he's Canadian so that but uh, then I thought no I will actually try and get someone who perhaps I think could pull off you it doesn't look like you per se but <laughs> I, I, I was very careful about how you were that I, I said pull off you not the other way around I was very careful <laughs> so I thought someone who could do your look it's uh, Harley, uh, I forget his uh, surname from Epic Mealtime. Do you know Epic Mealtime? Online no. thing? Is, is this an advert? I don't, I don't know what it is. Oh. John, have you Harley, ever seen it? I've seen it, but I don't know the dude's name. He's the main guy. Uh, uh, Harley Morinston is his name. That's it. And he's like, uh, he's this big exuberant guy. He's a very good uh, presenter. He knows how to kind of talk the talk. I think he could do your your shtick on the old DJ front. So I think he'd be good. Shtick. Shtick. Yes. Well, I like the word stick, John. No. Did you think <laughs> this is something you can like pull out of your ass? Well, it could be a... Never mind. Wouldn't be the first thing. (laughs) I was going to say it could be a sonic screwdriver, but that'd be over to Squee. Now, I like your answer, sir, for me. You are now at minus one. Okay. So what about Just Johnny? Who's playing Just Johnny? I had a few thoughts. First of all, just, I don't know, just Welsh, so Rod Gilbert came to my mind. But then I thought, no, that's just just lazy casting. Uh, Actually. uh, But... When I okay. dug a bit deeper, because he's played everyone else and he never gets to actually play Welsh, I thought we'd go for Martin Sheen. Ooh, mm. okay. Plays everyone else in biopics, so... Johnny, you don't know who Martin Sheen is, do you? 
Yeah, I do. Father right. of Charlie Sheen and uh, Emilio Estefas. No, 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 that's um, <laughs> Michael Sheen. That's Martin Sheen. Oh, Michael Sheen, Mike- too, I mean. So, Michael Sheen, so I mean. The, the Welsh actor who's recently retired to take up philanthropy, uh, whatever that word is. Uh, and I think we could bring him out of retirement just for this. Okay. Uh, he played um, Frost. He played in Frost versus Nixon. He played Brian Clough in a biopic of him. He's uh, played Tony Blair. Um, he's basically he's, he's played everyone else like historical okay. figures. So I think he's doing well, a great job. He's a well, great listen, actor. Sounds like your answer was well thought out and you didn't throw a strop. So you're now being rewarded by being at zero points. Congratulations. Uh, I'll, I'll Out of curiosity, it. what would your answers be, Matt? Ooh, Ooh yeah. me and you. See, I, uh, I, I legit didn't think about it. Have I, you I, thought about it? I've got, well, as soon as you asked that question, uh, literally the film Paul popped to mind. Oh, yeah, that's Ooh. fair. I think, you know, to be honest, that probably would be us. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And, and <laughs> when, my, when my dad first saw the movie Paul, he sent me a text and said, <laughs> We watched that movie, Paul. Made me think of you. And I was like, that's not a compliment, is it? <laughs> <laughs> who's Frost that's and who's not... Peg? Huh? huh? Who's Frost and who's Peg in that? That's kind of obvious, really. Yeah, it's pretty. Oh, yeah, but you've seen us, Squeeze, so you know which one's which. Well, I'd assume you'd be Frost. Oh. Wait, who, who's, who are you talking to? Which one's which? So, Matt, would you be Frost? So who's Simon? I'm Simon Peg, obviously. Yeah. Oh, okay. You'd be the ginger okay. guy. I'd be the short, fat one. Oh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Come fair on. Enough. Okay, right, jeez. I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was pretty obvious. Not that I think J- just Johnny is short and fat, but if you're going to pick <laughs> to compare the two of us, it's definitely going to be that way around. Yeah, right, obviously. J- Johnny, am yeah. I allowed to play my Joker card now and say he called you short and fat? Eh. Uh, well, I can't. A Joker card. No, the Joker card is when you get to argue against an answer that I've told you is wrong and that you don't agree with. Okay, I just thought I'd not just the, yeah. Wait, it's wait, not if a you want to Matt hurt my feelings card, card. Me and Matt when we're not playing. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to it's not a Matt. Card. Okay, wait, just for a second here. Johnny, should we take should we be taking a point away? Oh, from? Shit, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this comes off. Yeah. Insubordinates? Yeah. Insubordinates. Insubordination minus one. So it's a blowout, folks. Scrooge McGee was seven. Squee with minus one. But there are still two questions left. Mathematically is it is impossible. But let's see what we can do. Next question. Whose turn is it to go first? Uh, when it, when it, we didn't hear your answers. Who did you oh. pick? Well oh, played. Yeah, sorry, oh, yeah. Just Johnny, you were going to tell me yours. Oh, you already did. Yeah. Okay. No. So we're casting the movie of me and you. All right. For myself, I'm going Anthony Michael Hall, the guy who played Dexter. Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't killed John- quite as many as you, but he's quite a good uh, substitute. That's right. I'm going for Hugh Jackman for my boy, Just Johnny. He nailed it. I think you should get like 17 points for that. Oh, thank you very much. That's very kind of you. Thank you. So I think that's it. There you go. So thank you very much. That's ready for question four. I think it's Squee's turn to go first. Yes? It is. Cool. Squee, who is the most iconic cartoon duck? Oh, I mean, there's lots to choose from. I mean, oh. Oh, I mean, there's only one really, though. I mean, you know, you, you could have Daffy. You could have, um, oh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. But I'm going to pick, at the beginning of uh, the Tiny Tots, they had this little fake, du- no, um, 
Right. I, you see, I just don't know. I, I'm just trying to think of one which is really up there. And uh... <laughs> anytime now, quack quack. <laughs> I bet. I bet G's already got his answer. He's ready to go. Yeah. Do well, to, do you want me to go down for so, a second? So, so, no, no. I, I'm just gonna go, Jerry. Okay. I don't care. Huh? I'm gonna go, Jerry. Jerry. Oh, Dewey. As in Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah. Okay. What are you getting so defensive for? That's two points. Well done. I don't care. One and he's going to now say Scrooge and get 20 points. I know. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Listen. <laughs> and you're going to take points away now. Go. Just go for it. Just take all the hey, points hey, away. Hey, hey. Whose game I'm is giving, this? I'm, I'm giving you one point. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. You're now at two. Okay? Whose game Sorry. is this? He's trying to tell you how to play your game. I know. I, I know. I'm not, I'm not having it. Not up in here. McGee, who is the most iconic cartoon? Wait, wait. Squee, I'll give you two points if you finish that thought you just started that I can see on video. Go ahead, because you almost went to say something. Actually, honestly, can't remember. All right, so you're staying at two. You had a chance there. You could have just gone, screw you, Lees, and I would have given you two points. Anyway, G, who's the most iconic? Clearly, this is a fix, and I'm not going to win. G, who's the most iconic cartoon duck? Well, I mean, the most well-known one is obviously Donald Duck, but for me, the most iconic is is Magic of Dispel. I don't, I don't know oh. what that is. Magic I want to rig this for you, but I don't know what that is. Well, Magic of Dispel. Yeah. Is that is that the chick you like? Is that's that the a, chick duck? That's the chick duck. All right, I know who that is. She has the weird haircut, man. She does. She does. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Oh, hello. All right. I just Googled that. I like, like that. Uh, Wednesday, if she was a duck. I like I like El- that you gave it Elvira like, the duck. I like that you gave an honest answer. It is unfortunately incorrect. Incorrect. <laughs> incorrect. Incorrect. So you're staying at seven and uh squeeze at two. All right. But I appreciate you coming out yeah. uh, with, with an honest answer. Unfortunately, it was the incorrect answer. Of course the answer we wanted was Donald Duck. I would also give you Scrooge. But hey, here we stand. Okay. Yeah, I can't challenge that. that you're All right. right. Fair enough. Thank you. Now, final question. And G gets to go first. Are we ready? We're ready. Three. <gasps> Who is your favorite Canadian? Favorite Canadian. Are we talking film, TV, or podcasting? I'm just simply saying your favorite Canadian. Canadian I know the most and the best and probably closest to is probably Matt Lees. All right, all right. I like that answer. We're going to sit on it for a second, though. <laughs> Squee. Squee. Who is your favorite Canadian? That seems obvious. Mama Lees. Ooh. She, she's not Canadian. Okay, sorry. sorry. Ra- Rachel Lees, then. Okay, now... We can only take your first answer. <laughs> no, don't stop that. Come on. I've got one more take. Okay. Well, look, I've said Rachel Lee's. If you don't want to accept that or you want to write that down, that's cool. That's your choice. Just wait. Just would you let me speak? No, cool. Yeah. The correct answer to this question gains 10 points. Okay. Yeah. Mr. It's a fix. Okay. Squee. Now. Just Johnny, a moment ago, I sent you a text message continuing, con- containing the correct answer to this question. Did I not? Yes, you did. Would you please, without prejudice, without any fixing, would you please read me the correct answer? Correct answer is Rachel. 
Oh, so, look at that. So that puts Grumpy Squee at 12 points. He just did a sonic screwdriver drop. And that puts McGee at a seven. At the end of our final question. Look, look at, the, I mean, come on, folks. The whole time you thought it was rigged. And right now you're in the lead. How do you feel? Well, I just knew that was one answer you couldn't go against, really. And no, no, and honestly, without joke, and I don't care if I get points ducked for, ducked for sucking up, well done for picking your wife. That's a very, very gentlemanly thing. That was a predetermined answer, too. It wasn't just like I was no, messing you. No, you're a gentleman. Thank you. Honest compliment. Thank you. So final score of 12 to 7, there's just one more thing to do. Around these parts, we call it the acceptance speech, kind of like cutting a promo. So I want to hear the acceptance speech from my new spare time Olympic champion. Well, obviously, it was a foregone conclusion I was going to win this. Now, thank you. That was a lot of fun. And, and thank you to my uh, worthy opponent, uh, Mr. Paul G. And um, I hope we haven't kept you up too far past your bedtime. Thank you All to right. my gracious so, hosts. So since the first day of the spare time Olympics, there has been a sub rule. Sub rule being, if we don't think your acceptance speech was up to par or up to hype or exciting enough, there's a twist. Just Johnny, vote me yay or nay. Do we like Squeeze acceptance speech? No. All right. So in the event that the acceptance speech is not liked, we take all the points from the winner and give them to the other guy. So your final score for the spare time Olympics, 19 to nothing. It was an acceptance speech, not a take a dig at the other person's speech, right? That's right. Correct. Simple questions. What did I say? Didn't I quote Monica? That's right. Listen to the rules you said. And he didn't say that as a rule, though. (laughs) No, I said if we follow... What, what, what do you mean that wasn't a rule? You did not explain that as a speech. rule. You're saying accept that as a rule. And you didn't say the acceptance speech had points value. You didn't say that uh, you have okay, to, to not have, make you? a joke to now, your fellow competitor. Do you listen to Legend of My what Spare Time? I, In our preview of this very episode, I said, I highly recommend that both contestants go ahead and listen to the show. You did say that. The previous episodes of the Spare Time Olympics. You're right, and I had nothing else to do this week to, that meant that I didn't have enough time you, with... Of course you, we, of course 24 you hours notice when you posted that episode. I, I had so much time in which to listen to that. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You could have. You could have. I think. I bet you Paul did it. Yeah, I was there. I was, I've, I've stayed up all night listening to them. I knew what the rules were, and yeah. I abided by them. Hey, that's perfect. And you know what? Because I don't like uneven numbers. You can have an extra point. So the final score is 20 nothing. Our brand new spare time Olympic champion is the one and only Scrooge McGee, ladies and gentlemen. Make Woo-hoo. him feel welcome. Does he do an acceptance speech yeah. now? I mean, I, I know yeah. it won't affect the scores, but does he give an acceptance speech now? Yes, please. Yeah. Scrooge McGee. Uh, I, it's an honor. It's a privilege. Um, it, it's a dream come true. I didn't ever think I would ever reach these dizzy heights. <laughs> Of you know of acceptance on a podcast and also get, gaining that many points you know if I if I'd scraped home with eight I would have been happy but twenty it, it's it's mind blowing um, and I'll probably take the rest of the weekend to actually come to terms with this. Well, well, gee, I want to say from you know your auntie JP and I, we thoroughly appreciated your appearance. We had a great time having you on, and you're welcome to the spare time Olympics anytime. And we're proud to call you our champion. <laughs> uh, it, it, I, I personally think just appreciate yeah. that you don't accept sucking up on this as you've made clear to me I, I'm, just, I'm pleased that's a rule <laughs> hey look because we should follow right? the it's rules we should follow the rules as Monica says 
Look, here's your list now of things to talk to somebody about. DuckTales and evidently this game show. All right? Put it on the list for when you when you really have that break and you want to yell at me and Paul again. Okay, there you go. It's fun. It was fun, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Right. I totally enjoyed it. Yeah. I That's thought right. it was great. Now, Paul, this does mean you'll have to come back sometime to defend the title. I can't wait. I'll, I'll enter a strict regime of training for this. Excellent. It was very happy to have you. Okay, now listen, folks. At this point, we're going we're gonna to tell a brief story, and then we're going to play a clip so that all these old guys on here can run off and take a pee break or make a cup of coffee. But it's a most interesting clip because, McGee, you probably don't know this, but very recently I've had some weird posts showing up on my house. Very strange stuff. I'd heard rumor of this. Yes. Now, it is out there in the ether of podcasts, I'm sure. The original one was just a phone cover for my friend's phone. Uh, the last time he ordered from the website, he sent me a gift almost a year ago. He hadn't updated his shipping details. Therefore, his weird little thing arrived at my house. <laughs> Stop it, just John. Now, that one was easily solved. However, within about a week of our episode going live, and for the benefit of those watching on the camera, this thing showed up at my house. The envelope. All right. Now, I had to. Okay. Says it's from Finland, where Squeeze Buddy Henning Vane is right now. Yeah. Um, he's holding up an envelope. <laughs> and here's the newspaper. I'm holding it up to the camera. And, and it says. It has something stuck on it. It says uh, st- it has a sticker on it. Turn the page to 13, it says. So when you work your way. Now, let me say for those new listeners, we genuinely have no idea who sent this. There's the, the I'm showing these gentlemen the caption inside in Finnish. It says the government is lying on a nude beach. I hope, I thought you were going to read that out in Finnish. I can get my phone to read it, but I, I, I <laughs> no. Now also on the on, on the envelope in handwritten is a phone number. Took me a few different tries with international calling things, and a plus is a zero, but two zeros is a one, and you know all manner of things. It wasn't easy to get it to work, but I was finally able to get the number to work and see if we can get to the bottom of this. So we just play around here so you're caught up on the story i think folks yeah yeah and can i just yeah, quickly yeah. uh before we go further uh just a few notes from indie mac user seth rogan as matt and um michael sheen as johnny he's put and he's put that he's not retired he's in good omen series he, he's retired just recently he said that he's giving up acting good omens was one of his last jobs okay i like that one 10 points <laughs> cool. so what's that that was second place that was one of the silver yeah, yeah. Mm, joint silver with Avril there you go excellent now where were we going All right, somebody distracted me sorry I was trying to give minus, you a still minus one about the letter. minus one now if if anyone has sent me a Skype request of any sort I can't see it for some reason well let me click it so uh, we want you to join in but uh, maybe find another way to let me know you're there because I I don't know how to look at it without uh, hanging up on everybody here. You know what I'm saying? So uh, there we are. Anyway, yeah, so we're talking about the post, and now we have an additional segment that follows into that, uh, which runs 10 minutes. So that means these old guys here can take a pee break, except for Squee, because he really wants to hear what happened when I dialed this really weird phone number. Mm. Everybody ready? Yeah. This is part two of what we're calling Matt's strange package. If you want to hear part (laughs) one, you need to head over to Legend. In my spare time, episode 160. All right, here we go. Hello? 
welcome to part two of Matt's Strange Package. Here's the story as we know it so far. Within a couple of weeks of each other, two random pieces of mail show up at my home address, addressed to Nature Boy, a nickname that I don't even use anymore. We pretty quickly figure out that the first one was a, a mishap from my good friend Magic Fitzpatrick. He sent it to my address by accident, which turned out to be a lens protector for his Note 9 mobile phone. However, a few days after the podcast episode goes up where I talked about Fitzy's mail, I got a second article of post. This was a newspaper in complete finish. Inside, there was an article highlighted. Well, there was a little note that said, turn to page 13. And on page 13, there was an article highlighted that said, in Finnish, the government is lying on a nude beach. Now, we have no idea who sent this from Finland. We know the paper was bought the day after our episode went up. We know the segment is highlighted. We know it's handwritten. And we feel it looks like it's feminine handwriting. And we also know that there's a phone number written on the envelope. So, whatever should we do? You know exactly what we should do. We should call it. So, here goes nothing. Okay, handwritten phone number. You've reached the Embassy of Canada in Helsinki. The office is presently closed. However, if you are a Canadian citizen or are calling about a Canadian citizen in need of emergency consular assistance, please follow the instructions and your call will be transferred to the Emergency Watch and Response Centre in Ottawa. Vous avez joint l'ambassade du Canada à Helsinki. Le bureau est actuellement fermé. What the fuck? So, we've dialed the number, and uh, let's pull back the tape so, so I could hear what it was actually called. The Embassy of Canada in Helsinki, Finland. That's the phone number written on this envelope. So the plot thickens, because... Huh? So we've been told the government is lying on a new beach and they've given us the phone number for the Canadian embassy in Finland. Well, what are we supposed to do with that, ladies and gentlemen? Now, this is I record this as we're as we're experiencing it together. So I have no plan here. So I'm going old school. And I'm typing in to Google, the Google machine, Canadian Embassy in Helsinki. It's currently closed. It's a government office. It's a beautiful building. Gorgeous. We're looking at Street View right now. So there you go. Canadian flag outside. Really, really old. Um, I'm going to use the word colonial, but that, that's 
probably going to turn out to be still a thing to say. It's a, it's a beautiful building. Uh, let's see there. Nothing, you know, nothing to go, go, go from there. So, dial the number. I have the address of the place of the place that we called, which again is the Canadian Embassy. Newspaper. We'll do a double, another double take of the newspaper, but there's, you know, there's nothing else on this thing. So, there we have it. We're not trying to blue ball anyone, but this is as far as we go right now. So, if you want to keep playing, whomever you are, then keep playing. I'm having a good time. So, if you want to drop a hint, if you think you have an idea, let me know. Because I do have a list of suspects that we can go over. So at this point, we are still left with the question of who. And that list has to be kind of restricted, I believe, to people who have access to my address, which isn't very many. But then again, in this world of technology, is it really that hard to find anybody's address? Really? I don't know. I don't think that it is. If you think of it that way, is it really that un, 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 unbelievable that somebody has a cousin, sister, brother, nephew in Finland, you know? So they could have sent said address and said, you know, we want to poke fun at our dude. So send him a news, newspaper, pick something random, and write a random phone number on it. There you have it, you know? So suspects. Hmm? Just like a mystery film or a mystery book, you know? Here are the minds so far. Of course, unfortunately, we have to have Magic Fitzpatrick on the list because he sent mail to Nature Boy, and then we got more mail to Nature Boy. Okay? That's witness uh, suspect number one. Okay? Who else do we talk about? Who else can we think of? Who would have access to this? We have to talk just Johnny. But I really, really don't think and hope there's any way to just Johnny stab a man in the back, especially me. But he's got to be on it. And then we lean towards our friends from the IHOP network, dinner and a podcast. And when I think of those boys and getting back at us, I think of Sebi. Now, why would they do that, you think, you may ask? Well, because just Johnny and myself, a little while ago, we contacted Zio Bakes via Instagram, a fantastic cookie and sweets baker. There you go. You got a free plug in here. Contacted her and we said, hey, we'd love to send some cookies to dinner and a podcast from us. She said, I'd love to help. And then we had that offer. I said, well, could you shake them like penises, maybe? Kind of thinking maybe this girl, this lady would now be like, ah, don't ever talk to me again. Which would have been reasonable. But no, she wanted to play along, which was awesome. So, 
they may have reason to want to get back at us for fun because, you know, we sent them a box of dicks, which is still pretty funny. Now, they had said on their other podcast, uh, Steve and Joe had said that the, the, the beef was buried, you know, uh, and it was all, all settled. So, you know, that's, that, that's one. And two is how would these boys from Staten Island in New York, how would they get my address? Uh, somebody close to me sold me out and gave them my address, you know, so. And then they'd have to know someone in Finland, but is that really that unreasonable? So there you have my my uh, suspects so far. Now, I went on to our uh, our feeder site, Podbean, and I checked the geo stats just to have a little look-ski, have a look around. And there have been a few recent listens over the past few months in Finland. So, but what does that mean, really? Because that still means that that person in Finland had to get my address from somebody. <clears throat> so, there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. You are as caught up as I am. You are probably less creeped out than me because you didn't just do this live alone in your house. And my long-term listeners will know I'm kind of a baby. But what's creepy about the embassy? I guess nothing, you know, but it's just one of those weird things. What is going on? But, dear listener, you'll unfortunately have to find out when I do because, for now, that's all, folks. I am at Legend Podcast on Twitter. Legend in my podcast.gmail.com. Tell me what you think. What do you think's happening? What are your what are your ideas? What are your theories? Let's see if we can solve this together, dear listeners. Just Johnny will start getting creeped out and then he won't want to get involved. So I need the listeners to get my back on this one. So until next time. Weird package. All right. There you go, boys. Back live with you there. That's part two of Matt's strange package or weird package, whatever I said. So now you folks, you guys, you know exact you know as much as I do. So there you have it. Matt's strange package, also the name of his porn film. That's right. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> now the events of today have updated things a little bit for me. But let's first, let's ask Paul, what the frig do you think is happening here, man? What do you think of all this? It, it's, a, it's a really strange one. Um, it seems like a lot of effort for little or no reward. So um, I could think of probably th- worse things to send in the post to you. But, um, but yeah, that, it's... Oh, that, whoa, that was kind of creepy. Uh, no, it's like, oh. <laughs> He's like, I could do better. <laughs> Do I get points? Yeah. Wait till you receive his package. Yeah, but I <laughs> genuinely, folks, I, I genuinely have zero idea. You know, I have suspects. I have a few clips, but no idea. It's nothing. It's not a work on our part. Uh, and I don't know anybody in Finland, or at least I didn't until two hours ago, Squee. Yeah, I mean, that's the only person I, I think of. talking to a co-host in Finland. That's the first person I think of when you say Finland is, is Mr. Rapp. And... But I mean, it's the Canadian embassy bit 
in uh, Finland. I know, I know, but that. We got to start. We got to start at the beginning with how did he get? How did the connection? How sinky? How sinky is Finland? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So sorry, I'm crap with geography. So yeah. Well, see. Now I, you know, when you, we talk about the circle of people that could potentially have my address, and it's fun to do this, quote unquote, live. Well, not quote unquote. It is live, but. That means now that, unfortunately, and I think just Johnny will agree, Squee, you got to go on the suspect list now. Yep. Oh, yeah, sorry, I know Raph, and... And you could address? potentially have my address. Because if you look at it from my standpoint, I recently sent you a couple of items. I don't mention it so that you'll be like, oh, thanks, man. But what I mean is, oh, thanks, because, I, because I potentially posted you something, you could potentially have my address. Now, I just had another thought. McG over there's got my address too. Do I? Have I got your address? Yeah, oh, he played, he played a coin. Yeah, because, <laughs> because when we were teasing Squee, you sent me a USB stick with every Ducktales ever. Remember? I did. I I, I may have sent you a package, but uh, yes, that's a good point. Yeah. So yeah. now, now we know you know my address. Good point. So unfortunately, McG, you know you're my boy, but you know what this means. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a, it's a fair cop. So, yeah, yeah. In, in my Making a Murderer-esque documentary, you would also be a suspect, I'm afraid. Or maybe you two are on it together, and this whole thing has been a double turn by G, pretending he could, he's against Squee, but in reality, he's against me. And that all rhymes. This is like a Dr. Zeus play. I've got an idea. Okay. Now, it's up to the person, whoever it is, and it's up to you, Matt, but I say you wait a little while, so... And then, once you've done all your little reports and stuff, you have a guess. And you've got to be right. And if you're wrong, if you get the person, they've got to donate an arbitrary amount. We'll say five, ten pounds to Dogs for Good. And okay. if, you get it, if you get it right, they've got to do it. If you get it wrong, you've got to donate the money. And all right, but what if we don't hear from them within time? What if they're not done playing with me? Well, if they don't... Well, the... the just giving thing will be open because it's open ended anyway. I've got the oh, audio okay. play. I'm also doing um, something which I mentioned earlier. I'm doing an audio play which we do every year for charity and Dogs for Good. It's the same fundraiser goes to both. So if you donate to one, you're donating to it all. And if people donate, <laughs> then they will get the link to the audio play at least a day in advance of it coming out. I'll try and get it more, but sometimes we're editing right until the last moment because Mr. Matt Lees is doing the wonderful music for it. So uh, as soon as we can get it ready, we will deliver it to anyone who donates. So, um, okay. So just an idea, just to make it a bit fun. It's it's up to if the person does come forward, but yeah, they might they might be scared. But I don't know. Just an idea, make it a bit interesting. So when I get to the end of my investigations, I'm going to predict who I said it was. If I'm right, they have to make a donation. If I'm wrong, I'll make the donation. Sound good? That doesn't have to be right now. That's when I get to the end of my investigation. Yeah. Because I'm not prepared right now to make a guess. Because now I added two new suspects to my list right now. And that changes everything. So does right? that mean we've made the list of Lees? Or is this another Lees no, it's list? A, it's, a, it's a separate list of Lees. It's not the list of Lees. Luckily, you're not on that yet. Have so we made surprised. a list of Lees? Yes. <laughs> not the list of Lees. There's a list of Lees now as well. It's one of the many lists of Lees. <laughs> well, there we have it then. So, I don't know. It's a lot, of, but it's like it's like G said. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort to go to just for a, a ha ha or whatever this is. Yeah, and like I said, I'd send you worse. So it would <laughs> it'd be far creepier. 
Yeah, I mean, and, we may have started this by sending them a box of dicks, obviously. But, but then, you know, it was their fault for leaving their, their address kind of too open. We didn't even get their address. We went through their sponsor, who happens to be a baker, who happens to see them all the time. So I just said, next time you see them, take them some cookies from us. And she was like, sure. And I was like, can they be dick-shaped? And she was like, sure. So there was no reason for me to have their address. Now, if it is the dinner in a podcast, boys, that's unfortunate because that means that maybe just Johnny gave out my address. Oh, Johnny's Because I don't know who else they would have gone to, who else they would have known to contact. That's all. Whether or not you trust me. Well, of course I trust you, but you have to go on the list because I have to be objective. Yeah, you, know? you can't be taking favorites. I didn't put you on the suspect list, if we're going to be honest. My oh, wife did. So, your wife here's the, the list, then. We got Squee and G. Okay. We got Sebi, a.k.a. Yeah, the Dinner and a Podcast Boys. We got Just Johnny. We got Magic Fitzpatrick. That's the list where I'm looking at right now for these people that may have sent this out. Uh, Magic Fitzpatrick, I take Fitz. Fitzy, who I met? That's, that, that's correct. Oh, Fitzy, big shout out to Fitzy. Fitzy, who you lost. Fitzy, who you immediately lost when you were walking around with him. He moves faster, large bloke. I mean, like, I just literally turned around and said hi to you. I turned back and he was gone. I mean, let's face it. Well, I mean, you showed up at the thing. I saw the two of you. Then it was just you at my event. And then about 20 minutes out, I didn't see him. And I came over. I said, did you lose Fitzy? I think you basically said, who said he was my responsibility? Yeah, literally, I walked into the door and he was right behind me. I, I saw him there right behind me. I, put, I held the door open for the man. I turned around to say hello to you. I turned back and he had disappeared as if in a puff of magic. That's right. And they sent him down the hill to find a cash point, essentially. Yeah. And then he was walking up the wrong way of a dual carriageway. <laughs> as you did. We had, we, we had to send just Johnny, go get him. Poor guy. First so, time, you know, at one of Matt's gigs. In a no. foreign country, even. Yeah, yeah. You've done many things in my gigs. He's he, he's uh, elbowed a poor woman in the head. Uh, wait, me or Fitzy? You. Fitzy. <coughs> yeah, well. Fitzy. <coughs> Fitzy, I think. Yeah, he's I think not here Fitzy. to defend himself, so it's got to be him. That's true. I did invite Fitzy to come on and chat with us, but, you know, he didn't answer. So oh, that's, that's the person that was recording. Honestly, um, we ended up sharing a taxi because uh, we were staying in the hotel, same hotel for your gig. And he was absolutely lovely. We got talking as if we'd known each other for, for years. Uh, what a lovely bloke. Speaking of lovely blokes, we are now joined in the Dotty Who podcasting suite by Mr. Alan Gilpin. Uh, so jump on one of the mics, sir. Oh, hello. He's going to be oh. up. Say hello again. Sorry, I didn't have you. Hello. Mind. Can you hear him? Yeah, uh, we can. You can hear him. Yep, yep. Cool. He's uh, going to be up on the next show, which is uh, Dead Piet Society. Nice to see the Dead Piet Society finally back. Yeah, we're resurrecting all sorts of people for this one. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting all the old guys out of bed. Yeah. Uh, have a have a sticker. What are you going back onto Paul being old again? Because I was going to leave it. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Just because you lost Never the game, <laughs> that's right. No need to be no need to be nasty. No, all right. Don't be funny. Bearing As I would say here, don't get your head off. Bearing in mind, he made me watch six DVDs this week and then changed his mind for the topic of his own podcast. Yeah, true. Do you oh, want to tell well, the rest of that story? That story. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> so it sounds pretty obvious. Yeah. He made you watch a bunch of DVDs and change his mind. But please. So, so beginning of the week, I get this like frantic call. 
I, I need some. I need. An, I need you to do another slot on my twenty-four hour. Well, no, no, you already doing the slot. It, it got extended because someone yeah, dropped oh, out. Who's telling the story? No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> I feel like he's trying to sort of get in there and sway no. the outcome. No, 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 no. He's right. It's just uh, someone dropped out, so I extended two podcasts to be longer. He was already on the show. That's mm. all. So, so it was a case of. So it's my birthday, and I want you to like watch these DVDs, and then we can talk about them for two hours. And it's like, right, okay, this is like this is a, this is a box set. It's six DVDs. Each one is a good hour and a half each. Um, so then I get they're going to get the mention- two hours. Two hours is it? Closer. <laughs> Closer. Okay, two hours. Then this morning I get the, get the message. Oh, I haven't had time to watch these. Can we talk about something else instead? Did you politely mm. remind him? No. Am I allowed to add some details? Not that they'll make me sound better, by the way. <laughs> okay, if you would like, it's it's your it's your show. No, it's your show, literally. <laughs> uh, but I'll do it anyway. So what happened was basically I picked the Keats Time, which was this mega event in Doctor Who, which was happening over the course of like it was a whole series of Doctor Who, which back then you'd have like Amer- more than American series sometimes in one series, more episodes. And uh, I thought because that was being shown the week when I was born, wouldn't that be a cool thing to watch and do for the podcast? Great idea, isn't it, Al? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, great great idea. Then I realised when it got to like a day before, shit, I haven't got any time to watch this. I'm planning a 24-hour podcast. What the hell? Why would you do this in, you tit? Um, So Squee got mad at himself and sent Paul this morning this grovelling message going, can you just do your top 10 Dog 2 episodes and we'll do that one next week? Oh, you didn't tell him till today either? No, no, I, I literally, because honest to goodness, I was trying right up until last night to somehow fit in uh, like 24 hours, hours worth of, yeah, 10 hours worth of TV watching in no time. And and yesterday when I sat down and tried to, to watch them, every three seconds I'd get a message from one of the different podcasters going, oh, by the way, can I ask you this? Can I ask you this? Can I do this? Can we add this? Can we change this? And of course, admin, which you have to do when you're doing a podcast fest, as Mr. Alan Gilpin knows, because he's done the six-hour podcast event before. Which is why I haven't organised one since. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, he's more sensible than me and only bites off what he can chew. I try and just go, no, I can put more on here. <laughs> and uh, and I totally stitch Paul up. But my birthday is until the 5th of <clears> December, so we're still going to do the podcast before then covering those shows. So we're still going to do it, Mr. G. And I am sorry, well, I, I yanked your chain quite considerably on that one. Well, G, we would never do that to you at Legend of My Spare Time, but hey, let's not compare sizes. Uh, now, uh, the it was the Southampton Superpod. That was the last time just Johnny and I did the live show. Wow, that was a long time ago. And we didn't curse right till the very end. Ah, oh, I said shit. Yeah, oh, you said bitch. Good. I said bitch. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that was that was the last time we were live. So it's an interesting way to kind of finish up. Uh, and uh, it's this two hours has flown by. Has it not, gentlemen? Oh, it has. It has indeed. Has that been I mean, I think some of it was tough for Squee, you know. We're only an hour in, aren't we? Oh, God. No, we've done... <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's pathetic to watch, isn't it? <laughs> it's four o'clock, dude. We started at two. I <laughs> I don't even know what's happening with my... Look, you don't need to check your paper, man. It's four o'clock. I don't care what your paper says. Two to four. I'm only four hours in, and I'm already hallucinating. (laughs) Why'd you turn your mic off? I said, I'm already four hours in, and I'm already hallucinating. (laughs) Why are you shouting? (laughs) Good Lord. I got time to talk into the mic, so I did. 
Oh, right. So, yeah, we're good, right? Yeah. Two hours, yeah? Yeah, I suck. That's why you just said Al's here to take over. Yeah. Why would he be an hour early? Well, because he's very keen. He's not that keen. He's got a brand new baby, if I remember correctly. He doesn't have an extra hour to sit here and listen to me and you and just Johnny and Paul. Yeah, but if you'd been hanging out with my baby, you'd want to get out of the house early as well, man. I could imagine, as as adorable as, as you know as the baby is, I could imagine. Although, if you've been hanging out with this baby, then charges might be pressed. That's yeah, just we're not like, we're not going into that, especially with just John online. But he loves, <laughs> he loves slugging his mummy, and he loves slapping his daddy across the face. So that sounds like fun, though. You know, I'll sl- I'll slap somebody across the face. That's fun. <laughs> The only one I know in person, though, is John. So Anyway, Matt, are you going to wrap up? You know it's been two hours. <laughs> oh, has it? Yeah, very funny. Very, I love, very I amusing. Love, I love you, Thanks. I can't, I can't wait till next time you need my help. Genuinely, I just want to thank you you and uh, and Mr. Just John. And yeah, Paul, of course. Yeah, think, then. Yeah, His think. name's John. Thank you very much. <laughs> and the other people, yeah. And, of course, <laughs> Mr. Paul G. Who I'll speak to in a little bit. Oh, yeah, because you're coming back on again. Listen, I know it's all downhill for you from here, Paul. Yeah, it is going to be tough. It's been a a pleasure for us to be able to podcast with you, and maybe one day we'll get that uh, that DuckTales podcast going. I think we should. uh, And we could drag Squee back for a... Woo! uh, Yeah, and see, there you are. Look at that. The enthusiasm. Don't roll your eyes, okay? (laughs) Not in your hand, anyway. Now, Paul is... Could be worse. Could be a Doctor Who podcast. Oh, who did one of those? <laughs> I said I would get you back earlier, didn't I? I said I, I would get you back. Perfect shots setup. fired. Oosh. Look, every look, shots fired. Everybody's, you know, everybody's being lovely to each other. Let's wrap up in a friendly way. We're running over time. As we said, it's been two hours, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, are we okay now? Is everyone okay? It's gone oddly quiet in here. I love it. Well, you said to be quiet so you can wrap up. So we were surprised listening you, to you. I'm, I'm surprised you well, listened. That's why all. Why is he listening now? Right? Why are you complaining that I'm listening? Gee. Look, let's just do the extra, okay? Now, I've been just John. And he's been Matt Lees. I've been Paul G. I've been Dr. Squee. Holy shit, we did it right. Wait, wait. I'm so surprised we did it right the first time. I didn't play the music behind us, so we have to do it again. Because I was convinced I was going to have to Paul sounded so confused. He's like, I've been Dr. Squee. Is that who I meant to say? Yes, it's wonderful. Listen, folks, please follow us at Legend Podcast on Twitter. We're part of the IHOP Network, international house of podcasts with some really great shows. Uh, we love interacting with listeners, so hit us up. We are available wherever you get your podcasts. You can hear us on Spotify. You can hear us on YouTube. That's exciting, except they keep giving us copyright infringements. Anyway, more, more on that later, I guess. Listen, this has been another edition, live in aid of Squeefest. This has been Legend in My Spare Time. I've been Just Johnny. He's been Matt Lees. I've been Paul G. He's been Dr. Squee. Please get the fuck off of my podcast. I'm